anyone can be ready for back to school. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I've got everything from my classroom and saved a ton ready. Baby, they've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So do us a favor and double notch your shoes, honey, because we don't want you to fall. <laughs> Gas up your minivan, your Honda Odyssey, or whatever it is, however you get into cheering the church. Yes. Smear your war finger paint on your face. And remember that Staple has everything you need and more for the new school year. Honey, let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staple store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. Don't let it burn, don't let it fade I'm sure I might be rude, but it's just your attitude It's tearing me apart, it's ruining everything And I swore I would be true, and honey, so did you So why were you holding her hand? Is that the way we stand? Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm in so deep. You know Sing. I'm such a fool oh, for you. Yeah. You got me wrapped around your finger. Did you yeah. have to let it linger? Did you have to? Did you have to? Did you have to let it linger? That's it. That's it. Just a little get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. A little cranberries for y'all, and Kia added a little nigga to it. <laughs> of course, happy to supply that at all times. Praise so the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Grown with a Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I am Jade, and we are back to talk about the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, Oof. and that being adulthood. Ooh, That's right. The tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2020. 21. Twinky, twinky one. How are you, sister? Whoo! I'm doing okay. I am safe and I have what I need. Yes. Um, it is Labor Day. Yes, it is Labor Day. And um, I'm grateful uh, to, to have a job and opportunities and I I don't take that for granted. Absolutely. These blessings are absolutely blessings. And I don't take that for granted. And I celebrated that by spending the evening, the day, on my very expensive couch watching <laughs> Law and Order Special Victims Unit. One of, first of all, the best iteration of Law and Order. I mean, the only one as far as I'm concerned. Truly, but actually. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. And it was it was glorious. It was a glorious, that sounds fantastic. A glorious way to celebrate the Labor Day holiday before we get back into, you know, the work thing tomorrow. Ooh, yes. Uh, which we're still working now. So happy Labor oh. Day. <laughs> happy Labor Day. Happy Labor but, Day. But, but, I am yes, um, I am grateful for this episode. We already have a kitchen table talk ready for you all featuring our good brother Asante, which was a really nice the one and only. lift to the spirits. It's yes, been um, music man. a rough. It's been a rough week. Um, yes, a good, dear, dear, dear friend of mine, um, who might as well have been my brother. Um, we've lived together at a point. 
Um, I'm close with him and his wife. They are my family, and he passed away suddenly. Um, and I just, it just, you know, was kind of a, a shakeup. So I just want to dedicate this episode to him. And I would, I want to send my love to my sister. Um, and I will see her soon. But I, I just, yeah, that was kind of a shakeup. You know what I'm saying? And you already know sure. how that is, sis. Um, and sure. many, many, many listeners who have joined us know what that's like. So, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm grateful to be here. And I just want to admonish everybody. I said it on Twitter and it wasn't a look for sympathy or, or anything, but I do appreciate all of the reach outs. I just want everybody to have a gentle reminder to just check in on your, on your people, like check on your loved ones, see how they're doing. Um, he was so good, so good about just checking in on me and making sure I was good and how's the family doing. And that's not something that everybody does and you don't want to take that for granted. And so, you know, make sure that you are checking on your people and like telling your people you love them and texting your friends and calling your friends and like you do that. Make sure you're doing that because you don't know when the next time you're going to talk to them will be. For sure. Absolutely. So life is precious and um, we definitely join you, Jade, dedicating this episode to your loved one. Thank you so much. Um, And we will be praying for you and for his family. Yes, so much. Um, Very much so. The sibling, all the siblings. um, For sure. His his wife, um, his nieces, just just everybody who's been affected. He was a dear, he was a, a gem of a friend. Uh, just a beautiful one of those beautiful souls where everybody's like yo that nigga used to just just Mm -hmm. see how I'm doing that nigga would just hit up hit me up and just how you feeling like and so he you know he's 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 gone with us in this right here but I I appreciate that sis I do absolutely we love you we want to thank you we know that you know we're just wrapping our arms around you and lifting you up um in in whatever way um, you need so we hope that you will let us know how we can be supportive but in the meantime we will continue to pray for you I appreciate and that for your friend and his family but I will you know with this episode being dedicated my nigga love to laugh and yes. you know we're doing a lot of laughing on the kitchen table we're literally <laughs> just talking about tv just shooting the shit on this on this labor day um and we have a little trash to get into so shall we mosey on over Yes, please. Let's do it. Let us mosey. Mm-hmm. A clean up woman. Okay, we've got basura, basura to get into, and uh, chat, chat, a, chat, chat, chat. a lot of it kind of, you know, is around our 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 um, TV talk a little bit. You know, it's just a couple stories mm-hmm. here. So the first one actually um, was a great. It gave me a great belly laugh that I needed today when I was looking for trash. And that is um, Tyler Perry is clapping back at you niggas on the Internet for talking shit about the wigs on sisters. Really? (laughs) I did not know this. So I don't watch it, but apparently a lot of people do. They watch sisters. Do you watch sisters? I don't. Okay, so let me tell you this. It's going to sound like a yes, but I don't know what show. This is the show that will come on right after the encore. Okay, okay, okay. So there were times okay. when it has been on, and I'm 
but I don't like know. I know some of the characters, but I don't really watch the show. So okay, but I know what you're talking about, and I've seen the wigs. But please tell me more about Tyler Perry and his shade because this shit had me crying. So. Um, I guess a lot of people have problems with the wigs on sisters, which has now made me want to go look up all of the wigs on sisters, obviously. (laughs) So so they have a lot of critique about those. And Tyler Perry came back and said, let me tell you niggas two things. Oh, wow. I don't do hair. I don't know anybody who does hair. I mean, I, excuse me. I don't do hair. I don't know how to use a curling iron. I pay people $65 an hour. I wish he would have left people's paychecks about that because I did the math on his 10 to 12 hour days. Um, wow. But he's like, I pay people $65 an hour for 10 to 12 hour days for them to be experts on wigs and hair. I don't know shit about hair and I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to know shit about hair. <laughs> and I'm just really curious to know I'm like, okay, well, so what are the, I want to know what the budgets are on these wigs. I want to know what these wigs y'all, are looking like. <laughs> y'all done made Medea man. Okay. Made a react. Look what you did. Made a react. Just look what you did. So that actually gave me pure joy. Um, and then, okay, what's next? What we got on here? Oh, God. So Lil Boosie <laughs> has a crush on Lil Nas X. And oh. I wish he would just say it. Oh. That's how I feel. Because I just don't understand how you have so much commentary around. A, just don't pay the boy no attention if you don't like what he's doing. But you have to come out of your neck and publicly say whatever it is you've got to say about this young man. And honestly, I just feel like, and not much younger than you, because we've since realized that Boosie is not 60. Um, Boosie Boosie and I are the same same age. age. We were born the same year. Same age. But I do think he has a crush on Lil Nas X, and he needs to just admit that. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. I just, you know, this is fascinating. It's, a, it's an interesting time, right? Because I feel like I'm old enough to remember life before the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to remember, um, you know, a time when celebrities made their statements behind the cloak of, like, professional publicists. Yeah. And, and folks who were trained to communicate mm-hmm. and had knowledge and sensibility around what ought to be publicly published yeah. and said and what ought not to be. And so watching, you know, what's going on with Boosie and Lil Nas X, it really just really makes me wish, it makes me miss those times yes. when you just couldn't say whatever came no. to your mind. No, Um for public consumption, right? Because I think that that, I just missed the time where we had that barrier <laughs> against folks' ignorance. But the the gift and the curse that is the internet has made every it made uh, everybody's stream of consciousness accessible. And that's a problem. Yeah. And I just wish that we, w- we could go back to, to, to the days before. Well, before I would ever have known what the fuck Stephanie Mills thought. Like, I Absolutely. never needed to know what Stephanie Mills thought. I just wanted to enjoy the music. I never knew love like this before. And then here what she comes. <laughs> and I mean, to this, you know, there was a whole lot. And I feel like this has been, um, 
widely discussed. Mm -hmm. Boosie and Lil Nas X is widely discussed on the <laughs> internet. And so I don't, you know, and, and you know, this is our contribution to the chatter. I don't even want to give it a whole lot. That's why I said I just, but I, I just think he has a crush, and he should just say it. Period. I'm not even going and to so, watch. <laughs> and so, but I will say this: in part of Boosie's comments, he said, "Hashtag God is turning over in His grave." And I just have a message for Boosie: Um, God is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's not, Boosie. God is not rolling around in no grave. Are you kidding? Is that what you think? And that's really all I had to say. God is not dead, Boosie. He is still alive. He is yet alive. Okay? He borrowed somebody's grave for a few days, but he came right back. Okay? He's not rolling around in nothing. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my you. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Respectfully. God is not dead. <laughs> he's not dead. Boosie, he's not. Oh, my God. I was not expecting that. That Is everybody kidding? <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to put it on birds, honestly. <laughs> I just, <laughs> sometimes you see it on, you know, you see things on the Internet. So I'm at the point now where when people come and tell me what Boosie said, I'm not too much moved. No, you know, it's like, well, no. you know, you know, you, this is what you expect. Well, you know, Lil Nas X ain't too much moved. But when they told me, you know what I'm saying? But when... But when they told me that Boosie said God is rolling around his day, I said, wait a minute, Boosie. You just wait one minute. Oh, God. God is not dead. <laughs> He's not. Oh, my God. That is killing He is a living savior. Oh, Hello? Oh, my goodness. I didn't mean to get excited. <laughs> Let's move on. <coughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I really the, get grow merch coming soon. God is not Woo! dead. <laughs> God is not dead. He's not. Oh my not god! Dead. Woo! That gave He's me not dead. a laugh that I hmm. needed. Woo! Okay, that's my message. Okay, that's like my that's the one that I want to say. I might call the episode that you said to call it something else <laughs> earlier. I might call it that. <laughs> we gonna call it "Give Alfred Wood her flowers" because she deserves it. Alfred but Wood. also, God is, God not, is not dead. dead. <laughs> He's not. Don't get me. Don't get me worked up. He's ooh, not dead. That is just. Ooh, <laughs> that just gave me <laughs> so much joy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not playing. I'm I know playing. you're not, but that's what's making it even better. But I and I. <laughs> it's also just. <laughs> It's just so stupid. It's like, God is rolling around in his grave. And I'm like, is, now wait a minute. Hashtag, I don't know much God about algebra. In his grave. But I don't I said, think that me. God has one of those. God is in the grave. What? <laughs> excuse me? Who buried him? I Who? <laughs> Listen, don't get me worked up. I saw it. I literally, oh. I, was, I remember I was laying... Down in the bed, scrolling on my phone. When I read that, I sat up and put my glasses on and said, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know. Oh, man, my head is bumping down. Hashtag that is... God is not dead. Is he kidding? That is so funny. Mm -mm. Ooh, Boosie is stupid. Um, Insecure. For I know many are upset and will be. We are grieving. Yes. But the last season... 
is coming we for round. We got one more. Yes. October 24th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be perched and prepared, honey, with my snacks on day. Yeah, I, I really, I do. And you know what comes with insecure. Insecurity. So y'all got to yes, tune in. Yes, I was in. going to say. You got to tune yes, in. We will be ready for our insecurity and our, because you know, the insecure think tanks come as well. Oh, the yes. think. Yes. The, the, the stink pieces. Stink, stink pieces. <laughs> <laughs> the think pieces and stink pieces are afoot. And we are waited with baiting breath. I am. Act- or, or not. I don't the know. People are, <laughs> right. So, you know, you know, this is just the time. Issa is the ways. This is what makes her a cultural icon. She knows how to get us all talking and thinking about yes. things that we ought to be talking and thinking about anyway. And she knows she, she can't so. leave us hanging on this season yes. because it's the last of the series. So, so many un- unanswered questions. And we are relying on you. We are counting on you, Issa. Yeah, because if and you don't give it to us. to let us down. Listen. These niggas will with their fan fiction and their thoughts so i (laughs) please help us please (laughs) as much as you can please make it crystal clear thank you so much (laughs) um what do we have last on here (sighs) okay so i'm not talking about hmm okay i'm not going i don't really want to talk about this because i'm not going to listen to the album and i know you're Mm -hmm. not either which is why i'm not even asking and if you all have Her. to ask which album, yes and both. <laughs> both and, not either or. Okay, both and. Please carry on. Um, yes. I personally, and I'm I'm not going to write no stink piece, and I'm not, whatever you niggas choose to do with your personal time is your what? It's your Black business. ass business. Correct. I won't be listening to the album because if you recall, a couple years back here on this getting grown trash, Kia and I discussed an inappropriate texting relationship between a certain Degrassi alumni and mm. uh, a Stranger Things baby. And um, yep, no, that we didn't. There was nothing egregious, but there it was very inappropriate. Just the nature, just the fact that this is even happening, because again. If Noah was texting at 13, a 33-year-old man, or at 14, a 33-year-old man, I would have a whole blazing problem. And me and that nigga would go to war. So I say all that to say, you know, there's been certain people featured on this album that we just don't want to talk about no more. And um, I can't support a project like that where you just blatantly, flat out, just fuck black women. You don't like them. You don't have no respect for them. Uh, and you are showing it through your actions. And before somebody tries to come and say, oh, well, it was just, he just sna- sampled a snare drum or he just sampled it. I don't give a fuck, nigga. There's 930 million motherfucking sounds you can sample or you could come up with one your goddamn self. But I guarantee you, you didn't have to sample that one out of the whole lot of music and all of history of the world, nigga. You made a choice and you know what that choice came with. It came with writing credits. So you knew exactly what you were doing and you said, fuck it. So for that, I just can't. And then the weird nature of your relationship, of your relationships with teenage girls and their text messages. I don't like it. And I don't, and I'm not accusing you of anything, but I don't like it. I'm accusing you of being inappropriate because there is nothing normal about that shit. So yeah, I won't be listening to the album. 
However, that motherfucking Lori Lightfoot uh, replica that they did of that uh, album art was gold. <laughs> I don't think I saw that, but I believe you. Oh, it, oh, you didn't? Here, I'll send it to you right mm-hmm. now. I know you will. Yep. I should have done that. <laughs> okay. I do want to do this because I don't know if you hadn't heard because you had a lot going on today, sis, but we also very sadly learned that today... Um, uh, the family of Michael K. Williams announced that he was oh. found past. He's passed away and was found in his apartment. Yeah. Um. And we're not going to sit around here and discuss, you know, any of the whys nope. or whats or any of that. But we will absolutely honor the life and legacy of wow. of Omar. Yes, Omar. <laughs> um, and more recently, you know what I'm saying. You know, Chalky White. All of this. Yep. You know, just so. So, like, such a, a, a gift oh to, uh, you know, our culture as far as movies and television. Um, a native of Brooklyn who's been very yes. open about his struggles and, and on just a, uh, just a beacon of light and transparency. Yeah. And we want to stand with his family and his loved ones Ooh. and just honor his life and his contribution. And we want to thank him and honor him in like manner on getting grown. So we want yeah. to say rest easy michael k williams you will definitely be missed oh my god and we love you so much we i when i tell you i love michael k williams from omar to boardwalk empire Mm -hmm. to lovecraft Mm -hmm. country and things in between and i saw michael k williams speak i actually went to a um an hbo event hbo and vice a couple years back um, and Michael K. Williams was working on a document where the documentary came out about the prison system. Um, and mm-hmm. his cousin yes, came I and spoke that. as well. He was just such a beautiful soul. He was so engaging and just he's just got such a gentle spirit. Um, and it is heartbreaking, heartbreaking to hear of such a great loss. Um, so like you said, we definitely, definitely want to just say rest easy michael k williams like you absolutely you were a gift to us in the community and 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 we love you we do i mean so talented so many things i, I know i remember he's done some law and order episodes mm-hmm. he's been on csi mm-hmm. um boston legal mm-hmm. i know he was on the sopranos once or twice yes he was uh, just <laughs> yes indeed and um, and just, it would just, just be floating through brooklyn like antoinette ran literally. into him at a restaurant a, last year and I, and I told you we were at the at the event, and he used to be down at Marcus Vineyard on on uh on Marcus Garvey. Like he used to just For float sure. around Brooklyn, and it's it is it is just such a loss. It's just such a loss, such a loss. And we will absolutely miss him. Yeah, and won't be no no um negative Michael K. Williams talk around here. Oh, absolutely right, not. So Let me tell you all something. Don't be disrespectful and nasty with the. With with the way like I don't even like the way that it was reported. I don't even like exactly. that. I don't like that. So we're we're only gonna lift him up over here. And like Kia said, don't bring none of that over here. Don't do that. Cause everybody I mean, got struggles. Just, you don't want me to talk about your uncle now, do you? Period. And I just feel like, you know, it's just it's a different kind of of it takes a different kind of person to judge someone even in death. Um yeah. but I'll just leave that right there and say we love you, Michael K. Williams. Thank you for all that you have done. Unless it's Trump, period. I will <laughs> relish. I mean, when I tell you a whole barbecue. Okay. I'm not oh, my you God. That. Okay. All Let's right. get on to the shout out. <laughs> Let's do that. 
My sister's popping right now, like. All right. Shout out to my sis time. I'm happy to shout out my sis. This week's shout out to my sis is for Anastasia Unts of, I hope it's, I don't know if it's Unts. It's, <laughs> it's U-N-C-E. I don't know if it's Unts or Unse. Or, well, I feel like it's Unts, though. I feel like Anastasia Unts is a esthetician that's based here in the DMV. Recently launched a, a, a line of skincare products called True Glow Expert Skincare. Um, she is the owner and operator of Camira Spa. I have been to her for, I think I've gotten my brows done. And um, when I remember uh, when she was in Silver Spring, um, there was a time where I was going to her and she was giving me, uh, I was buying my skincare mm-hmm. from her, a uh, cleanser and um, <clears throat> moisturizer, toner. She was distribu- uh, distributing for another company. Mm-hmm. And she and I had a conversation. I was like, you're so knowledgeable. You have all this good information. I was like, girl, I can't wait. Like, when you going to start your own line? Because, you, know, you know, that's just how we talk around here, right? So, um, you know, I would see her in passing. Um, we would see each other in person or even online, just always kind of check in with one another. And a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago at this point, she sent me um, uh, a box. Uh, she sent me a DM and asked for my address. She sent me a box and uh, she wrote me a really nice message talking about our conversation while I encouraged her to start her own skincare line. And she announced to me that she has started True Glow Expert Skincare. Ooh. And she sent me some of their goodies and they are amazing. Okay. So um, it is. So True Glow Expert Skincare was created out of a need on the beauty market for skincare that works for black and brown people. Um, as a, she's a skincare, uh, Anastasia is a skincare professional and a cosmetic chemist. Oh, yes. Um, her mission is to stop the circulation of false information and to educate consumers on facts and science. Um, and she's a tell it like it is kind of esthetician. Um, and so she's going to tell you, she said, let me tell you turmeric ain't getting rid of no dark spots, honey. Uh, <laughs> I'm by, she said she's bothered by the number of brands on the market that market to black clients, but don't work and have no science to support their claims. And she wants to stop the narrative of natural is is better. Water is a chemical and arsenic is organic, but it will kill you. All of our skins. <laughs> I'm sorry. Need- <laughs> Water is a chemical and arsenic is organic, but it will kill you. Sit that in your spirit. All of our skins need a balance of safe and scientifically proven effective ingredients. So she's not against doing things all naturally, but if you do have the mm-hmm. science and the knowledge and the know-how to back Absolutely. the uh, you know the use of chemical agents, those two can also be very healthy mm-hmm. um, products for you. So I've personally been using. Um, she has uh, and, and and what I love about it is that you know the website is really clear and the products are um organized in a way that's very very clear Mm -hmm. so like they're labeled one two three four so you know like which order you should use them in Mm -hmm. um when she sends the information she sends details around you know there's uh there's a little moon and a little sun so you know it's okay to use this day and night night Mm -hmm. or day and night so and um she gives you like really like helps walk you through how to use these products in in a way that's going to get you to meet your skin goals as you as you need them. So she has a jelly cleanser. She has a cleansing balm, an oil for removing makeup, which I now use every time I wear makeup because it really emulsifies and breaks the makeup down. Mm-hmm. And that as one step in that way, it gets it out of your skin, off your skin so that you can cleanse your mm-hmm. skin appropriately. Um, and then, you know, I really love her toner and she has an awesome, awesome moisturizers as well. She has some serums. 
She specializes in hyperpigmentation and dark spots for black people. So everyone, please check out mytrueglow.com. I'll also include her Instagram and support Anastasia. Um, I've been using her products for a couple of, like I said, a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Um, She promises noticeable difference in as early as a few days. And I can attest to the fact that my skin is skinning. No, listen, your skin is skinning. Do you hear me? It's skinning. Okay, it's never looked skinnier. So, so yes, use utilize these products if you're in the market for um, um, uh, some skincare, and if you're mar- looking for specifically skincare that has the science that has studied and, and explored the unique needs of Black and Brown skin, mm-hmm. and have crafted a line of products to meet those needs, I think that you will be very, very uh, you won't you won't be sorry. You'll be very pleased with your results from True Glue True Glow Expert Skincare. Check it, check it out. And congratulations to Anastasia. Yes. I'm very proud of you. Yes. And I can't wait to see what's next, girl. I'm going to try. I, I love that we're getting into these spaces is where... Is that yeah, her box? This box. Yes, this is the box. Please stop. And look, it says good things inside. Here is, of course, her marketing information. But see, this, this is, is what, like, this is the order. This is the follow this routine. And she tells you... Double cleanse, then tone, treat, moisturize, and SPF. And everything is numbered. It comes in the box. I don't have my stuff. It's on the counter. But it comes in the box. It's numbered. And you know exactly what to do. This is your morning routine. And this is your night routine. Wait a minute. Um, and and she sends you the box, honey. So does she do? Your conversation so, you know, you have the dry skin. And then, then I've, got mm-hmm. the, I've got the combo oily. So, so on her page, mm-hmm. there is a product quiz. Okay. Where you can ask a series of questions that will then give you sort of an output of what kind of suggested products that okay. you have. And within those questions, you would disclose whether your skin is normal, oily, dry, combination, those kinds of things. And then she'll tell you exactly, based on your your quiz, based on this data, um, the products that will probably will help you meet your needs, you know. Okay, what do we well, look? You, you get a little true glow out. skin? True Glow, my, it's mytrueglow.com. My, M-Y-T-R-U-E-G-L-O.com. Mytrueglow.com. Okay. And when y'all go ahead, go ahead and, and hit her up on Instagram and tell her that uh, Getting Grown sent you. And we are very proud of, of Anastasia, True Glow Expert Skincare. We love to see it. And don't forget that um, all of that information will be in the description box. So... Absolutely. If, you know, you have any issues, just head on down to wherever you're listening and check that description box out because the links will always be there. For sure. I love that. All right, let's move along to this kitchen table talk. It's going to be fun. We're all looking for the same things in life, beloveds. Honey, history books that actually report the truth. A new Rihanna album because she's playing in our faces as much as we love her. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave your skin with a healthy, non-greasy, youthful glowing finish. I certainly can't help you with the first two. But Neutrogena, a dermatologist recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydro Boost Facial Care line. Honey, the line's Hydro Boost Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen the skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get intense hydration thanks to both products, hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and literally hold it within the skin surface. Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Gel Cream, baby, is gel and a cream in one, is made with glycerin, 
that penetrates the skin nine surface layers deep for longer lasting hydration. And Neutrogena's Night Press Serum will revitalize your skin overnight, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants, it's a pillow-proof formula that won't ruin your good sheets and blanket honey because it melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and the Night Press Serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-commodogenic. So you know around here on Getting Grown, we don't play with ash, honey. We keep ourselves moisturized on the inside and the outside because our blacks will absolutely crack if it's dry. What I love about the Neutrogena Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum is that both of them leave my skin so juicy and plump and moist, honey. I'm telling you, I put it on at night, wake up in the morning, it's as if I just put it on. And and I mean, my skin is so good. Like I can literally walk out the door, but I mean, you got to wash your face to get in the morning. But listen, you know what I'm saying? It's good stuff. You won't be sorry. The Neutrogena Hydro Boost line, it can be purchased at every major retailer. And you can start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash Hydro Boost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A.com slash Hydro Boost. All right. We are excited. We are back and our brother is with us. Everybody welcome Asante to the kitchen table. That's hey, right, y'all. I'm grown, y'all. Hey, I'm at the kitchen table, y'all. You're quite grown, Tay. I am. You are quite grown, grown these days. Very grown. grown. Very I adult. Mean, I'm doing I'm I'm, I'm I'm grown like this tree behind you. Like I'm grown. This is Maurice Greenleaf. Thank you. This is who? Oh, oh, you're talking about George. I mean, no, that's not George. That's um, that's nephew. And and what what's yours? Cause you got a plant back there too. Oh, her. Oh, this is Fern Gully. Fern Gully. That's Fern this Gully. Is yeah. Just oh, and sprouting. AKA nephew. I'm not the Just, green leaf child. Yes, Maurice Greenleaf. And um, there's a family of green leaves actually. There's yes. Maurice, and then he has a cousin over here named George, yes. and then Crystal has one as well. But I forgot I what feel she like named it's like hers. Lamont. <laughs> yes, Lamont Greenleaf. Yes, yes that's what well, it is. Well, does Grace get a junior somewhere? Huh? Does Grace get a junior somewhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> Grace don't get no junior. <laughs> we don't do nothing for Grace Greenleaf over here. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't even know nothing about that, but I have a feeling we don't. I agree well, with Kia. We are. Hey, we're excited. Amen. <laughs> we are here What's to Kia? talk TV. Um, mm-hmm. with Tay, you know, me and Tay, we, I mean, it makes me think back to our days, Tay, where we used to have tilapia and watch Love and Hip Hop in my house. Yes, at the Shangri-La. At the Shangri-La in my house. My house Back when we called. was watching Scandal. <laughs> yes, we used to have the When you was TV watching Grey's. Mm-hmm. Child. Listen, Tay, Black women Tay love has Grace. never been here for Grace, and I, I, can, I would be so in it, and Tay would be like, well, call me. Too many emotions, too many emotions. <laughs> Every time, it's, it's, the stakes are always high, and so are the emotions. So I'm always yes. out. I'm like, I can't too much. Every time I, it would flash on my TV. Everybody just looked like, and so I would just. It wasn't Grace scandal. Those in. are just not my. I'd be locked in. Ministry. I sit and watch Grace over and over again on Netflix. Like I've watched the series. Like so does my cousin. Times. It's fine. I was like, every time I call her, I'm like, "What you doing? Watching Grey's Anatomy so and drinking good. a margarita." 
You know, I haven't found my show like that. Like, I wonder what will be, like, my show that, like, my go-to. Because people always have random shows like Grey's. And it's like, I understand because Grey's has, like, phenomenal writing and acting. Mm -hmm. But I can't get into the, like, they're just certain, like, the hospital itself ain't the scene for me. But I do understand it. It's just I feel fun. like you can watch you. Can, there's like there, what reality series could you just watch at any moment's notice? Just literally cut any episode on. Drag, I'm going to say Drag Race, race. <laughs> or drag race. It, I, I feel like the Housewives, like earlier seasons of the Housewives oh, yes. of Atlanta, housewives. maybe even yes. the Beverly Hills yes, Girls, early. or New York. I feel like New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jer- early New Jersey, early Jersey. Yes. Yeah. You know what? People don't talk enough about Beverly Hills, and Mm -mm. it's making me upset. It's upsetting you and your girlfriends. It it really is. (laughs) Jay, would you like to enter the chat? (laughs) I don't know anything about the the Beverly Hills. I don't watch watch the all-white franchises except New Jersey, and that's because I like to see... Um, white people act up on TV. I don't watch them with any level of consistency, but I am I know who the people are, right? And I can kind of okay, fairly keep up with talk about them. But I'm not okay. I'm not current. But Tay's I'm happy Tay's to listen to that. To okay, that. well, <clears throat> let me let me just give you a quick little rundown. Okay, so what's the only franchise you said New Jersey? Jersey and uh and then early at early Jersey, early Atlanta. I think Atlanta, I may pop in and out and just be like, what are they doing? Oh, these hoes are still okay. going. And then I'll pop back. Okay, so <laughs> you're, it's valid, right? Like, I'm going to validate you. Anyway, I understand why you watch Jersey because it's the trashy white people, right? Mm-hmm. New York, you can yeah. watch because these white women are all alcoholics. Um, with the introduction of Ebony, it's like taken that. a turn. And so this turn can either like it's like a choose your own adventure because what she's doing is being taken <laughs> in two different contexts to me. So basically you take a franchise where it's literally just about these white women getting drunk and arguing and being a hot ass mess. And now you've introduced mm-hmm. this black woman with sense who is a lawyer. So her idea of fun is also being edutained mm-hmm. and people are mm-hmm. feeling like, damn, she is bringing this down. This is not what Housewives is about. But if you take into account, and I'm not saying that anybody is buying into any of this any fucking way, but if you take into account how she literally brings takes these white women to task and realize yes. they're white, like she will throw it to the to them yes. terms white fragility yes. and yes. really tell them, oh bitch, you're being too white. And so then she will tell them about them themselves. This is, this is what I love about Ebony, and this is what really does step the edu- uh, the entertainment value up for me as far as this franchise is concerned because with the entrance of somebody like Ebony um what we see right is white mm. women you know uh, unraveling <laughs> and and, and <laughs> being mm. being mm. confronted mm. with their whiteness their white supremacy in mm-hmm. real time yeah. and watching the panic and the horror. And I the saw guilt. it with Ramona and uh, Lenara on that yes. clip. Oh yeah. Um, which in fear, I wanted to tie Ramona to the back of a bus. Yeah. And drive through. There's Midtown. a risk, yeah. right? Because you know we are easily <laughs> triggered, and and you know the white women are going to white women throughout. We yeah. we expect mm-hmm. them to to show up and be fully who they are. But I think that mm-hmm. in 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 injecting Ebony's. Um, and I feel like she, I love it because she loves it, right? She loves to right. go in mm-hmm. there and, you know, just like turn the room on its ear and grab her purse and go. I love that. That is, right. that is like, <laughs> like that. 
Like how many great. spaces? I like that. How many? Like the world would be a better place if there was like black women who could come in and be disruptive in this way. Like let's interrupt the patriarchy. Let's interrupt white women's investment in the patriarchy, and let's do it in front of yes. their faces in real time. And let's just leave them to discuss it over there, tuna tartar. It just that's why me. I appreciate her, <laughs> and I love what she brings to the table in that light. Like she very much is. I'm gonna be disruptive, and then I'm also gonna. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna, and then sometimes she'll leave you to talk about it because a lot of those women, after she said white fragility, they went home and googled. So later on, they were like, "Oh, I googled it. I know, I know." <laughs> and then, oh, you know what? Quick, quick aside, quick. Just I'm gonna take you to a path of a friend of. She formerly was one of the housewives, Heather. Mm-hmm. There was this white woman, Heather Key. Have you been watching this season? I, I'm, I'm not caught up, but yes, go ahead. But have you been in and out? In and out. There is a white woman that comes back named Heather. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, another white woman already on there, Sonia. Some of these white women are like just kind of gone, like Ramona is. Countess, she is not as gone as you would think, and I guess because she was a countess, she has to act like she are, she know a little bit about what's going on. It's a little diplomatic. <laughs> Money can buy you ass. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And she's still trying to sing on this season with her little holiday song. <laughs> countess, shout out to Luann. She ain't did nothing to nobody well, as long as far as I know over here. But Ebony got in that ass at Luann's house, which is a whole nother thing, because she told them straight up, you know, they were talking about, well, if this is about education, I'm the most educated person here. And Luann took that as mm-hmm. smart. And she was like, Y'all, you can't say you're the smartest person. And she was like, well, that's not what I said. Like the way she was like, you know, we're going to be real clear about mm-hmm. what's going on and what happened. It was really like serving them up. Ebony is just an A1. She's A1 reading, edutaining, yes. like yes. entertaining. Like she's fun. Like everything about Ebony is a great fresh air to the show. I also, I appreciate people who are in those spaces and can yes. do that. Because there are people like who myself in this world. Name. We are yes. not. Yeah. yeah, we're not meant to have productive right. conversations about right. about your white womaning. Right. I just I don't have everybody, that. and has, I just will probably yeah. slam you into everybody the glass. has their role to play in the revolution, right? And it's important for us to know yes. what those roles are so that we can operate within them in ways that we need to. But Ebony very mm-hmm. much gives me what's the young lady? Remember the young lady that we highlighted on shout out to my sis for remember the Victoria's Secret and the way that she masterfully oh, yes. Idioma. Yes. Idioma set that, <laughs> set that white woman up, yes. right? And li- literally yes. was a living case study of what we as black women mm-hmm. have encountered throughout our lives as it relates to mm-hmm. white women and the ways in which, you know, th- they are damsels in distress and the whole world responds when there is some level of dis-ease, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel Ebony functions in the same manner, right? She knows how to come in and set the scene, right? So that on mm-hmm. camera, we can see these white women confront the, the, their problematic ways and realize like oh yes. my god so it is I can see how white people are, across the globe are startled and un, mm-hmm. and unsettled mm-hmm. by sure. somebody like mm-hmm. Ebony coming but I feel like this is the kind of, of uh, agitation that, that television needs right now and I'm all it's for true. it. It's true. No we do. You gotta. We need the Blue Vest Coalition <laughs> mm-hmm. to come together and 
rally and 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 you know yes. we need the blue vest coalition and then i am of the burn it down <laughs> of course amen to that <laughs> go ahead and burn it down look because you know what you got to see this white woman on her name heather heather comes back later and tells ebony first of all heather used to work for diddy back in the day so she's like you know i worked at bad boy she's like i know black people i know black america i used to work for oh. diddy and then heather, and then um ebony was like okay well you know that that's diddy and she was like oh yeah i know that's not real america America. that's a different type and she was like well it, it's not that it's not real and like she had to just keep checking her and then later on Heather goes you know Ebony I love you 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 just speak so well and then the other white woman looks at Ebony and the, excuse another me? white girl younger is looking at Ebony like did she really just say that so it's like these white bitches do be understanding what the fuck they do because later on she apologized she was like you know Ebony I said something to you and I meant it to be a compliment and in hindsight I realized how like I was like these white people do be you know what the fuck they do but these are the white people that finally yes, want to be nigga, part that's of why it. i don't have no right. patience for that exactly shit. so when you say stuff like that i'd be like well oh. that's why ebony's a good one because this this just further validates why people be burning to the fucking ground yes. ebony told luann about herself calmly the other white girl leah she had just got finished having a fucking meltdown and called all them bitches hoes she said you're a hoe you're a hoe you're a hoe you're a hoe and left <laughs> and then ebony is getting into with the countess and she goes oh well you're angry and then so <laughs> Ebony ends it. She was like, you know what? Well, you know, if you want me to leave, I can leave. She's like, oh, I think you should. And then Ebony just left. She was like, all right. And she was like, this bitch called me. She's like, later on, she said, she called me angry. And Leah's like, no, she didn't. She was like, after she, you just got finished calling them hoes, she called me angry. <laughs> I was like, these white people, they don't even see. And then later on, Luann's kids had to explain to her. They were like, yeah, mom, you can't say that. You can't do that. <laughs> So that was that's white America on one aspect. Yeah. Another aspect of white America mm-hmm. uh, and the white the, the white wives on the real white wives of America. Mm-hmm. I be watching Beverly Hills. Yes. I watch them for a different reason, right? <clears throat> Beverly Hills. These women actually have money. Money, and I mean this. I'm talking about oh, yeah. money. The that money, the long way. Generational money, long money. Yeah, money that, that's, that's not that's like you know this. They're not new to being wealthy. And, they be and, like Rothschild yes. and motherfucking Hilton. Some of the and ways like that, that, you know, some of the new girls, you know, like Wendy and Candace, like they, they are, this is new money. You know what I'm talking We talking about long term, Nene, long term money. Nene. I am very rich. Like, you know what? I want to, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jigsaw or Saw, I want to play a game. So I love the idea, right? Of, Real housewife swap. I don't care about whatever the shit is they finna do where they go on vacation or whatever the fuck. I would love to see every season or so one or two housewives Mm -hmm. switch. Like, it would have been amazing just because... And, you know, R.I.P. Greg Leakes, just a moment of silence for him, oh, right? Yeah. Because Greg Leakes yeah. was a true G, like I Greg. Mean, and a gem. Always a breath of fresh air on the show. Always. He was no Peter. No. He was no, no Peter. Way. God, no he was way. no Peter. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would have mm-hmm. loved to see NeNe on Beverly Hills. And I still would. <laughs> just because the way that those women, the way that they spar and the shit that they spar about, they would know what to do with a NeNe Leakes. No. <laughs> like, no. None of them white women would know. I, nobody on Jersey, New York, Beverly Hills, Potomac. Salt Lake City. None of them would know what to do with NeNe. Salt Lake <laughs> right? City. Okay. Jesus. Reverend Grandwife. Nobody would know right what to Lake do with Put her right there. I think, especially because NeNe had, you know, her little Ryan Murphy stint back in the day when she was in LA. I was like, you know, they, if she was here for a season or two, you know, NeNe come on as Lisa Vanderpump's friend. This would be right. cute to watch but it's never gonna happen so that's why i want to play a game so jade since you don't watch any of the other franchises 
I want you to take one or two random bitches you think could make it on Dirty Jersey. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. Who could make it on Jersey? Ooh. Um, I definitely, th- definitely think Nene could. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Nene could. If, yeah. If you can make it as okay, Nene, you can make it Nene. anywhere. <laughs> okay. So somebody out, so outside of Nene, um, Portia, because she fights. Portia. <laughs> How are you gonna do Portia like Portia. that? No, actually, could go on it because she fights. She just like want a party. She don't want to fight. <laughs> But she will if I mean yeah, if she, she will, will fight. <laughs> she will okay. fight. Yes. And so. I would actually love to see Candy um I didn't on see that Jersey. And I'm gonna tell yes. you why. Ooh. Because Candy's faces, <laughs> just her reactions to things entertain me. <laughs> and so to watch her react to this like this white mess <laughs> and mayhem. Would really just just the faces alone would give me all of the entertainment that I need. Okay, give I'm gonna give you a housewife, and I want you to give me a scenario of them on Jersey. Okay, a real one or a made up uh, one. This uh, is fan uh, fiction. This is fan fiction. This is housewife's fan fiction. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Candice Dillard is doing a new single, and she wants Candice Candiace. Oh, Candiace. Candiace. And and she actually wants to do a video in Jersey and she's linking up with Melissa Gorga. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? They go out for for drinks, bring in two more housewives with issues. What happens? (laughs) (laughs) Danielle comes in. And the lady with the leg. Oh, oh no. The lady with the leg. Oh, God. The lady with the leg from New York comes in. What she said? What's the... the... The only fake thing about me is this. Prosthetics on the table. And Teresa somehow pops up from under the table and it just becomes like a war of the worlds. Not <laughs> under the, the table. <laughs> yes, okay. and I could totally see I could totally worlds. see Candy sitting at the table like <laughs> the whole time. Exactly. Like, I exactly. was just sitting there and when Danielle <laughs> came in and then what? <laughs> And then here come Mama Joyce. I hear you better get blue the fuck up. <laughs> Boo. Okay, wait, so I know it's like independent. So Jersey is your favorite franchise. Kia, what's your favorite franchise? Okay, okay. I think um I don't know, man. I I probably am surprised at myself because I don't know if I would have said this before now. But Potomac this season has oh. has literally pulled out in front of Atlanta mm-hmm. as far as as far as okay. my favorite uh but where in Atlanta cuz Atlanta goes this in is peaks what I'm and saying. valleys I feel I mean. like it's it's definitely not like early Atlanta days but more mm-hmm, recent mm-hmm. seasons of Atlanta have been bone dry to me like I've really yeah. been really yeah. like tuning in out of this sense of obligation to like you know mm-hmm. see the franchise through but Lately, Potomac has been giving me more to discuss, more to think about, more to observe. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I have. So, what do you think enjoying... about Dr. Wendy's new body? Okay, so you know, Dustin and I had a conversation about this because Wendy frustrates me. Um, mm. Because right, so I I feel like 
you know, as someone who shares the same credentials as, as, as Dr. Wendy, right, this is where I sit with it. I believe that uh, advanced degrees and, and things like that, you know, we go and we earn them. Um, well, my belief is I earned it because I wanted to, there was a certain level of work that I wanted to do and I needed to have a certain kind of credential to gain access to the spaces where this work was happening. And so, you know, getting the PhD was a part of that process. It's not, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't uh, make me, I'm Kia with or without it. I'm going to be the same mm -hmm. Kia in every space when I come into it. And so what frustrates me about Wendy, and I think another thing that I see in, in Potomac, like more generally, is like, you know, Wendy came in on this. I'm Dr. Wendy. I have four degrees. I'm going to tell you that every time we meet. Um, right. And, you know, she sort of used that as a means to elevate herself from the other girls. Um whether she intended to or didn't, I felt like that's what she, that's how she postured herself. And right. so mm -hmm. that was her in season one or her first season rather. And now she's coming in and the game has been completely changed. And I think when you get a PhD, it is more about like, it's never either or you literally giving yourself the options that you have. Right. So I'm saying, you know, <clears throat> all the, the things that she was standing on coming in, I'm a professor. I teach at Johns Hopkins. I'm an academic. I'm smart. I'm smart. I'm smart. Now she's saying those things don't give me joy. Those things don't fulfill me. And so I feel like, girl, which one is it? Because I feel like, you know, two things can be true at one time. You can be right. Dr. Wendy, mm -hmm. the academic, the commentator. <laughs> yeah. You can be all of that. And if you have a passion for selling candles, you can do that too. But you don't have to shit on one mm -hmm. to do the other. And I really get frustrated no, because I feel like she's trying to... Um, I don't know. I feel like she's still, and Dustin said it like this, Wendy is still presenting us a character. I don't feel like right. I know who Wendy is for real, for real. And so it's been mm -hmm. hard for me to connect with her. Um, and I think everyone in, in the Potomac franchise, because Mia, same way, everyone feels like they got to oh, come in Mia. and be, I'm a boss, 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 I'm a boss. Okay, hold on. Pause. I'm just trying to keep up with you all. So, uh, um, <laughs> Wendy, is that the one, the last time we were yes. watching, is she the one who had those those big uh, jumbo braids and a whole lot of baby hair that was like really just like half I her head? I feel like, yes. Yes. Okay, okay, perfect. And who's the, you said Mia's Mia, Mia's the new right? one. Mia, okay. uh, She's a new one. She, she's, she looks like a... a a fake Giselle with like darker hair. That's how, that's how I've seen people on Twitter mm. describe her. I don't know if I agree with that assessment, but that is what, Oh, I didn't see has this been said. Yet. Okay. But like Mia comes in, right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm a boss. 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 I have businesses. I have businesses, but the whole storyline so far, like we've only talked about Wendy's titties. We've only talked about Mia's, you know, <laughs> you know, past. And I'm like, well, what? Like there's other things that's, you know, being an entrepreneur is not the only way to be successful and to deem oneself a mm -hmm. boss. Right. If that's what you do and that and you do it well and you find success in that, then amazing. God bless you. But you can very much be successful and be a boss if you're just somebody who gets up and goes to work every day, clocks in, does what they got to do Absolutely. and come back home. You know what I'm saying? So I just hate that all of this. I don't know. I, it's my frustration with Wendy is that I feel like I don't know who she is because she keeps changing the game on me. Um, okay, but, Kia, so okay, go when, ahead. When when she drops her candle and Karen <laughs> drops her candle, are you buying both? 
So Whose candle are you buying? So <laughs> I, I, okay. I don't want to say that Mine. I would buy. Yeah, I'm buying Jade's candle. I'm buying Jade's candle because uh, I don't believe that Wendy loves candles and can and Karen is just being messy because she won't thinking about a candle until Wendy came <laughs> and told her that she was look, making look. some candles. Oh wait, okay, Karen. Karen Hugo, oh she's God. the older look, 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 one. Hold on, hold on, kid. You know who okay. uh, Karen is the one that Jade said looks like a witch. <laughs> oh, that is the witch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but yeah. So Reese, Candy, uh, and then there's Ashley Darby. That's the one that Crystal said looked like the lady from Family of Fiance. <laughs> and uh, um, and uh, Candace and and, and um, Candace cussed Ashley out this week on this past episode, and I was yo. Blessed. She said something that had me hollering. I was blessed. She said. Before oh, this is the lady they said I look like, and oh, I don't Ashley, think I you don't look, look like. Who Ashley. said you look, you like, look like Ashley? Ashley? I don't look like her. She said the internet yeah, said she's like Ashley. Send me a message. Yeah, and I'm like, you don't look no, like no, and I feel Ashley. a little. She just like yeah, I know. Y'all just light skin. That's y'all just light skin. Y'all got to stop that. Like, Y'all got y'all got to y'all stop got to doing stop that. Yeah. That's not true. Look, Nothing that's because Fran literally true. was like, they they do that to anybody light skin. Like, because <laughs> anybody light skin, they'd be like, you know, Fran look like. Have you ever told them like, no, and I'm not going to. They don't <laughs> no. look alike. Okay. No. But yes, Potomac has been blessing me. Mm-hmm. I'm loving Potomac. I love. Everything that Wendy's doing, or not Wendy, excuse me, Karen. I love everything that Karen's been doing because every time Karen's been getting into it with Giselle, it has been tickling me. Yeah. Candace has been taking me out too. And yes. Candace, I'm not going to lie to you, y'all. And you can take this how you want. The music, there's something there. I knew you were going to say that because it's <laughs> the music man, right? There's something there. There's something there. I've said I'm it. I'm not going to say. Is it me? Is it my kind of music? Am I going to get into my car and listen to Candace's music? No. But I do feel like there is a group of people who would. And that's why I give Candace, like, you know, okay, what it, it is. It's what else do those group of people listen to? Like Trey Songz? No, songs not or... Trey Songz. I would say that they... So no, it's not Ultima music. Okay. No. Um, let me think. Who would... It... it would be like... It's definitely Candace... for the, the young generation Z's girls. It's not Candace for... Candace sounds oh. like... Hey, you know, some people may disagree, but I was listening to, I forgot what the name of the second single is. Well, the third, I guess, if you count whatever. The first one was, I see you. And then she did the little go-go <laughs> remix the to it and yes, shit. So her second song, single child. or most recent is uh, Drive Back. And I don't know what the new song is, but the new song, there's like a lyric video for it. And her the, the singing, I was like, why does she sound like Tamar Braxton? Like she was giving me some Tamar oh. on it. So I see why you say that because stylistically... Now, I feel like, listen, I don't take this wrong way because Tamar Braxton, okay, crazy. As, but we love Tamar and all of her craziness, right? Yeah. But she can sing, right? Yes. Tamar, hands down, flat foot, microphone. I'm talking karaoke, yeah. strong body yeah. singing, yeah. right? Yes. So, yeah. Crazy as titties literally on the can sing her fucking face Singing her face yeah. off. Facts. And... I feel like yes, Candace does not sing as well as Tamar sings, but I see the comparison stylistically yes. in terms of the kinds of things Accurate. we've heard from Tamar Accurate. and the kinds of things we she, hear from she Candace. Is, Tamar, she is not. Tamar, she Tamar. is not, but she might <laughs> but aspire to be, okay? Every now and then she might touch on the well, same key she touched. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, now hold on. I just pulled up an example real quick. <laughs> 
Of Candace singing? Oh, Lord. I, I'm terrified of what you I'm do. terrified. <laughs> there Literally are really don't random know. things you could have clicked on. What? Oh, this You're is like... Oh, drive back. Oh, she does make... Yeah, she makes low-key Nissan Altima music. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I see what y'all mm-hmm. are saying. Wow, she loves a ponytail, this one. I've noticed. And and boy, oh boy, do they... Never mind. <laughs> It's giving Arianka. It's giving, it's giving Ariani. Okay, you know, let's get the housewives up out of here. Let's let's go on to Drag okay, Race. Yeah. Let's go in okay. that direction. I, I want to go there. Kia, are you watching Drag Race? I'm in and out, but I will jump in when I know what y'all talk All about. All stars? Yes. Okay, 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 good. All right, I'm I'm one time. All for right. This. Have you have oh, you four. have you finished All Stars? Yes, I have. Me? No, Kia, I'm not have you finished. finished I have not Are you, finished. Have, have you watched any of this season's All Stars? Yes, I'm, I would say I, I know maybe three to four episodes, maybe five. Okay, okay, okay. You, honestly, okay. I don't want to spoil it for you, but this no, was no, one no, of the no. best All Star seasons freely. ever. Yes. So many people talk about. So it. many people have like really good redemption stories on this season. Like the people like mm-hmm. like uh just from what you've seen so far, I love watching Raja on her return. Raja mm-hmm. was somebody on her season that came off very Same. like angry and jealous and bitter. Her drag wasn't yes. where it needed to be any mm. damn way. So to see her come back and her drag be on no. point, her attitude be on ten is like beautiful to see. And the fact that she makes all of her that's what clothes. I was going to say. I stand the talent hands down. Child, that first challenge had me nervous when she was making that dress under 60 seconds. I was like... (laughs) But she pulled it out, though. She pulled it out. She did. It was wonderful. And, Kia, when you get to the finale, her finale look, this purple velvet situation, but she set that leg out. You know, she never set that leg out. She set that leg out, and it just looked... She just looked so good. I knew she... She did not win, well, and I knew she wasn't. Look, watch how she give her but... speech when you get there, kill. Oh. <laughs> I just see why she should win. She, oh my god! She like she doing a spoken word. Oh. She was taking me <laughs> down. <laughs> she also had me cracking up in her last interview with uh, Rue and Michelle because <laughs> everybody else was like, "Rue, oh my god, you changed my life when you did blah blah blah," and it was all of them: Eureka, Ginger. Mm. Um, Kylie, here come Raja. Oh my God, I love being on here. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's just Look, a joy. I ain't shit. You know, I used to watch all of Drag Race and Pit, uh, the Untucked. I was about to say, and Pit, Pit Stop. Yeah. I used to, well, oh. I ain't watch Pit Stop. I, I, I ain't even making that clear. I used to watch mm-hmm. all of, uh, okay. of the regular and Untucked, but now I barely watch Untucked. I be fast forward into the challenges. I be getting ha- like. You didn't miss anything with Untucked this well yeah they didn't they didn't get into it uh this season so i didn't think i was Mm -mm. now what Mm -mm. i was here for who did get chopped motherfucking um the bitch in her fucking titties the spanish one she was pissing me jara sofia jara was annoying the fuck out of me with that breastplate (laughs) i was like girl you have to wear this every fucking week like give it to rest i love jara sofia because she's nuts she's out of her fucking mind and she just her random and she's not trying to be so she'll just be standing there and they'll be like jara she's like I I love her because she's crazy as cat. They shit. always had a Latin girls coming on there acting crazy. Like what was the other one? Uh, my cuckoo, Valentina. Uh, uh, Valentina's a whole nother brand. Oh, of you talking about my um, You you're talking about uh, you're talking about. Oh, you know damn, exactly what I'm talking name? about. Uh, yes, uh, 
my my and she was on the all she was on like one of the first all stars but yes there are so many crazy latinas on that show and that bitch when she came with her fucking titties she would not stop hitting them and, and shaking them all crazy it's like i <laughs> she would <laughs> i was like oh, she gotta get these titties to rest but outside of them it was so kids yeah. sonique love oh okay Kylie. wait no actually asante oh, yes how did you feel about how did you feel about the winner I was grateful, honestly. There were a few people. There were a few people that I wanted to win. It was a very hard season to watch because, honestly, okay, um, she shouldn't have won per se, but she should have got a, a a little segment towards the end. They should have brought Silky back just to give her a crown for mm. all the hard work she did. Mm. Because Silky, that yes. that little game within the game, uh, split up when they showed that shit. That shit was so fucking epic and it was amazing. And there is just something to be said about uh, Silky's fighting spirit. For me, over Eureka's, because Eureka, Facts. she didn't do it for me. But mm. if there was ever a time to bring two bitches back to the final, they should have brought Eureka and Silky back to see how Eureka that shit would play out. Did you watch season eleven, um, Kia? Um, uh, with um, with Silky or Silky's original yes. season? Okay, and you mm-hmm. finished it. What what did you all feel about Silky initially before All Stars? Uh, she was a lot, and uh, she I felt the way about our uh, Eureka. Uh, the way that I do feel about Eureka is the way that I felt about Silky. Yes, I, okay. I would agree with okay, I would agree enough. with that, and and that was hard for me to say yeah. because I've always I've always really enjoyed Silky's look. I felt like Silky's yes. makeup is always. I mean, spot on. Like, yeah, Suki very... always, you know, you know, you know when the girls As come out queen, and... queen, they show up and show out yes, and do the damn thing. Yes, <laughs> now, now, all, now, I haven't felt that way about all of the girls, but I always feel like when when, when no. you see Suki, like, it was, you nailed it. Nailed it! Mm-hmm. Like, always, the looks were always together. She, she does, actually, she did, except for those fucking eyebrows. Those eyebrows, those Sharpie <laughs> oh, eyebrows right. infuriated my... <laughs> Spirit. I like they infuriated my soul. Silky actually was the reason I couldn't finish Eleven initially. I'm gonna be oh, real wow. honest. You. You she was mad. too much. Yeah, I could mad about it. She was doing so much, and um, I'm not gonna say all of the other things <laughs> that I originally said or thought. But yes, uh, and it wrapped up in a little nut in a little nutshell. She was doing so much on it that it turned me off. But I went back and finished mm-hmm. Eleven. And let me tell you, I'm glad I did good. because it was actually very good drag. It was, it was, it was good entertainment. It's funny that you, but I'm happy like to see Raja. Like that. I that did not like hilarious. Silky initially. You know what? When I, I, I saw not. her acting like that, it reminded me of Tyra Sanchez. I was like, we got another Tyra on our hands. Mm. Like Tyra Sanchez is crazy as cat, but she still wasn't as much as Silky. Silky was. Silky just did mean? the most. Tyra's crazier than Silky. She didn't been locked up, and she be tweeting crazy shit about Rue. Like, oh yeah, that I, I'm talking about after. Oh, oh, I'm talking about on the oh, show. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just I, look, I'm just saying, if you see somebody as crazy as that out there in the the Rue world, when you see a Silky come along, like there, unfortunately, there are certain queens I kind of just like put in like a box of annoying. Like mm-hmm. when um, mm-hmm. damn, like when Rolaska talks happened. First of all. That was too fucking much. Uh, like uh, Roxy, yeah. R- Roxy, I hated for so long. I don't know why. Me but, too. And then I, there are certain girls that come along, and I'm like, you're just like Roxy. I don't want to even be bothered with you. Like, uh, what was the girl? The the other big girl, uh, Calorie Kardashian. Calorie I was like, you're like Roxy to me. I don't even want to be. I don't even want to hear about you or deal with you. Like, <laughs> who is Calorie Kardashian? Kardashian. Who is that? Um, I don't. I don't remember really what season she what was season? on, but Let I just remember. 
I'll look yes, it up. please, because I'm calorie. Kia, have you gotten in any of into any of the uh, international iterations? Of I Drag have Race? not. That's not a place that I've gone, but it's not because I'm not interested. I just haven't gotten around to that yet. But um, I, I, I would admonish I think that you. That sounds like <laughs> a, a wonderful time. Because I told Asante to go watch um, Drag Race UK. And he was like, I don't know. Go watch Drag Calorie Race UK. Calorie Kardashian. Drag Race UK. Okay. Calorie Kardashian Williams. Oh, I remember her. Yes, she was in season 10. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for her, but she wasn't on no, very yeah, she, Who else was on her season? 13th. Okay, hold on. 10 was. 10 was season 10 queens. Um, Monet like, Exchange, like the, sexy, sexy. Monique Monet Hart, Exchange. Um, yeah, yeah. Brown Cow Eureka, Stunning. Eureka was from from season ten as well. Yes, mm-hmm. oh Dusty Ray Bottoms. Oh God, Dusty and Blair Saint Clair. Oh. Blair Saint Clair was on oh. it. Blair was uh, <laughs> Nina Bonina Brown on ten? No. Nina, Nina, you now that is a drag queen who ir, who irritated me from yeah. the minute she showed up on the stage with that peach face. That was disturbing was and peach. highly. You know, Nina always yeah, did some interesting it. drag that she she did the type of edgy drag that some of the white queens did, and you didn't see from a lot of other black queens. So I could at least pre- appreciate Nina for that. But that attitude. No, I did initially, and but it just it was like kind of crunchy though, <laughs> and execution. Look, crunchy. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm word. crying. You know, I get I get emotional <laughs> when I come up here, and then like Nina would just cry on the runway. And it's like nobody's even said anything, Nina. What are the tears for? Like, what is this performance of you trying to be? I guess sweet. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, we're not. We're not buying that. Get on. Wasn't Banji on season ten? When she first came on, yes, that that's was, when she first that, left. That was, the was first when episode. that was when she literally in the confessional was like, "I don't want to be the first bitch going home." And then they called that name, and that bitch ain't know what to do, so she decided to walk that runway backwards and say, "Miss Veggie, Miss Veggie, Miss <laughs> Veggie." That was a moment in time. Shout out to Benji for Forever. that. I will always remember that. <laughs> that right there. That was something special. Vanjie's iconic for going home first, though, and coming still back. coming back and yeah. working. You see Vanjie in commercials. We see Vanjie on all She went on Star. tour like, with Iggy Vanjie Azalea. Came and back. You know, that's a white bitch spending right. like money. So Vanjie did some things now. She didn't travel, make that money. Did. Shout out to Vanjie for that because she lived on that entire season. Like Michelle had Rue cry, cry, like. <laughs> Cracking the fuck up <laughs> laughing. And that was after Ms. Blair Vangie. Sinclair asked, what's up, Vanjie? And them bitches started hitting each other in the middle of their challenge. Oh, yes, RuPaul. RuPaul's Drag Race is the gift that keeps on giving. That right there is TV that brings me so much joy. And I love watching RuPaul's Drag Race. It is a, it is a delight and a treat. Okay, so I would like to take a direction if you all Please. don't mind. Into because this is actually because of oh. Kia that I even watched this season of uh, Married at First Sight. All Houston. right, Married at I didn't watch Married at First Sight. Tell me, please tell me why I need to watch the Married okay, at First you Sight. You have people. to watch Married at First Sight. Please start off. Please okay. tell tell them, me start why. telling them. We'll chime okay. in. Okay, so what is like? So um, I'm trying to feel like figure out where to start. <laughs> let's, let's let's start with couple yes, by couple. It's really, but in terms of why to watch, you know how when you're driving on the highway and you see a car wreck, and you see, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so like my heart, my goodness, 
but you and and you yes. want to just you know your heart goes out. You're praying that everybody's okay, but you you're going to be looking all up in well, what happened. <laughs> you're trying to figure out what <laughs> what it is. It is rubbernecking, rubber like and that's what happens on a show like this because so like they pair the so experts pick a couple. Oh yes. Oh wait. Hold on. Also, just and then you go uh-huh. into it. Sorry. You must also watch this season. Why also? Because there is only one white couple. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, okay. Kia. <laughs> go ahead, Kia. But you know, the couple, the experts uh, partner, you know, partner these complete strangers. They get married. They've never met each other. And then the show follows them mm-hmm. over a series of eight weeks. Experts. Experts, right, to figure out if, um, you know, and at the end of the eight weeks, they can decide whether or not they want to get divorced or they they choose to be married. So this season mm-hmm. is good because there's they're being very culturally inclusive. Um, and I think not just in terms of like race and ethnicity, but also I feel like there's some interesting class dynamics that are coming out mm. here, which makes it. Yes. And, and there's. um. Yeah, and so and so I think it just makes for for good TV. So there's an there's an Asian couple, Johnny and Bao. Mm-hmm. They're Vietnamese. Vietnamese. The the most interesting thing about them is that they get to the altar and realize that they knew each other. Mm-hmm. They they knew each other in college. He, he ghosted yes, he her. He ghosted her in college. She's <laughs> she had a crush on him. They did talk for a moment. And he ghosted her. And so then imagine like opening the door and you're going to see your husband for the first time and it's the nigga that ghosted you. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd be I'd like, like, no, it's no, too late. no. <laughs> okay. Damn. Wait a second, right? So it's Johnny and Bao. Then we have um, Mirla. And what's, what, what's, yes. what's Mirla's husband's name? I can see his face. Oh, big yes. goofy. He's um, from... Oh, Honduras God. or something. He's Afro yes. Latino. Um, uh, I forget his hold name. On, let, me, yes. let me look. Math. Math Houston. Okay. Math. Look, see that Houston. one thread kind of pulled me in because that's just so interesting to me that like these mother that this nigga like ghosted her in college and then through all their life experiences, this whatever one still brought them together. Then they signed up to do this shit. Like that's so crazy to me. <laughs> we also found out she don't shower. Oh wait. Yes. Regularly. Oh no, no, oh, yes. no. So, cause yes. and 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 her husband Johnny is, you know, mm-hmm. like like you know, at, like people of color, how we normally are, in that we don't yeah. usually. He's like, no, you got to go wash. Yeah, yeah. The you, don't in, you, you don't get in. You don't get in the bed. Do you, you don't. You don't come from the gym and just get in the bed without. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but what if mm-hmm. I'm just tired and I just want to lay down? He's like, well, you got to rinse off. It don't take. It don't take like, that no, long. Do that. She was like, I'm not gonna do that. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Should, she was like, sometimes I just don't want to take a shower. Been like, sometimes been I like, just want to pass out on the couch. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this nigga <laughs> yes. left. This nigga actually, oh, when again. they got to the apartment <laughs> after the honeymoon, he said, "I'm going to he go home." Her. And she I'm said, going she, to regroup for she, said she wasn't going to shower, and he hit her with like, "Okay, well, after dinner, I'm leaving, and I might come back." <laughs> yeah, that's might not. the fuck right. Yeah, I'm- and then he walked back in the next day with Thai food. <laughs> He came home with some Thai food, like, honey, I'm home. And she was in the, in the room like, <laughs> okay. what that got to do with me? So what's okay, up? What's but up? he's like, I just needed a minute. Wait, so did I she not, a minute. I mean, did she shower the next day by then? We don't know. They didn't say don't know. whether or not she bent or compromised in that way, but they did Well, have she should have been happy he didn't even ask. Exactly. Um, so truth be told, we saw her brushing her yeah. hair though, but keep going. Mirla and, and Gil. Gil is, um, 
It's his name. Yeah. So Mirla, uh, both of, both of them are Latina. Gil is Afro Latina, and and both of like mm-hmm. she works in like education or education consulting, and he is a fireman. And so she's mm-hmm. kind of bougie and and new money. Like you know, I buy my red bottoms. Mm-hmm. You know, I buy my red bottoms once a month. And he's just like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, but you know, I don't really buy this whole high maintenance thing. She's trying to push this whole princess vibe. But sis don't believe in wearing makeup, so you know, I'm judging. Um, Mirla, Mirla's an interesting one. She, I'm not mad at her standards for herself. She's been a single woman all for this sure. time making her money and she's like I'm gonna buy the nice things that I like so yes I buy I splurge on two nice pairs of shoes a month and I buy a bag and this and that he's not really with it Mirla however is also um, highly insufferable she's cold as ice on the inside Cold, cold as, as ice, ice on the inside. You were cold and, as ice. Uh, <laughs> and she yes, yes. And I too don't have and, a problem with her standards, but I do feel like when you mm-mm. enter a relationship, you, there is a, a level of responsibility to at least be open to your partner's you know, be willing to have the conversation. And she's kind of like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Like she says, she mm-hmm. says no, no, like a toddler every time. So you she, know. Wearing, yeah. she wearing the pants no. in that relationship. I don't want to do that. Yes. No. And oh, they've yeah. never. And Mirla also, she's, she hates she's everything. Ups, ups, complain. She's a, she's an, a rabid complainer. And she does yeah. like, she's not affectionate. And when I say she's cold, like she, she doesn't believe in like public displays of affection. So she's never kissed her husband or anything like that. And she's like, you know, he's Damn. a stranger to me. And I'm like, well, ma'am, you knew that. You, you signed, signed up for this. this. Damn. Like, <laughs> you did this. But we also don't know who Gil voted for. Um, and that is that's concerning. A very, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very This sounds like Love is Blind. Or I guess this is what Love is Blind was built from. Yes. 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 Just yes. without like the little frat house and the invisible mm-hmm. dates. They just get married off rip. McKay. But these niggas really get married. They do. Like officially. And... Yeah, and have honeymoons and like, and 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 live together in a in a in a neutral space, and yeah. then really figure out if they won't do this or not. Did y'all Zach watch Love McK- Is Blind? Okay, who's next? Just really I quick, did. just a real. Did yes. you did you see they uh, did a catch up this, yes, this year? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Wait, there's a new season. Wait, no, that's but the they one did with like the, a. Um, it was like a one, two, three episode. I think it's three episode. Like, yeah, where like are they now? Kind of year yeah. later, kind of thing. Love is Blind is the one that had the the black girl and the white boy mm-hmm. who got married. Yes. And then they became like a couple mm-hmm. influencers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cameron okay. and what's the okay. child's name? Yeah. yeah. Them. them. Okay. Oh, yeah. I watched yes. that season. Yes. yes. Lauren. Is anybody else still together? Because they don't talk about well, nobody. The two, the the white girl um, and the big white boy. I can't think of his name. Yeah. The, I don't remember the white people's names, but I think the other two white I couples did stay together. No, I okay. think it's just. Okay. Oh no, one of them had problems. Yeah, yeah, it's just two. It's just two couples that remain together. Everybody else is separated. It's a mess, honey, because one guy, uh, <laughs> like one guy, started dating somebody else, like in the cast, and like oh. didn't show up to the uh, reunion because both the girls was gonna be there. Like it was, it was weird. It was weird. Oh, um, another dude got oh, another girl pregnant right after. Like. Right after. Oh. I, yes. So, yes. Oh, it's like math. It's like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. um, so then there's Michaela and Zach. There's a they're very cute black couple. Michaela. Okay. I like Michaela. I really want to like her, but sis is a little high strung. You really want to like her. Oh, high strung. No, okay. She's high strung. Asante. Key is being super nice uh, right now. I was like, <laughs> if you want to like Let her, me tell you. She, she might be on to some shit. Mm. 
I just am really, and you know, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be partnered Damn, or married. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If this is the companionship you long for in your life, that is just fine. I am married. I am also fine not being married. I was fine before that. Now, there are people out here who that is a goal for right. them. Okay, cool. And you can really see it a lot on this show with like, I was separated from my husband and oh my husband and hubby. I've never worn a wife fitted in my life. It's a wife snapback. I've never worn a wife snapback. <laughs> wife snapback. Not even like a his shirt. His hers. No, he never did his hers. Hell no. <laughs> hers, hers, mine, and me. That's what that would say. No, nigga. I'm not, I am no. So the thing ice. about yes, but I'm go ahead. No, 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 no. Please go. Please say, go. Because so, Mikhail, so, please. So there are people. This this show really interests me, and I think I share a lot of your sentiments, Jay, around, like, I, I take some issue with uh, the motivation behind some, some, of, some of these shows and the cast people on them, because there are some people who come to the process and they're just like, okay, I'm, you know, trying my hand in relationships the conventional way. I'm, I'm adventurous. Mm-hmm. I want to see where this goes, so I sign up for this. And right, I think that's right. the attitude that, you know, you you is is appropriate. Then there are people like right. Michaela who are just controlling, right? <laughs> so yeah. so they yeah. they she she's like every other aspect of her life has successful has successful on paper. She's professional, she's she's uh secure and stable financially, she has great friendships, but dating is the one space where she has not been able to find success. And what I, I say, quote unquote success, because I feel like this definition of what it means to be successful in relationship is very fluid, right? And marriage is often deemed like success, like the pinnacle. Like I have achieved a marriage right. and I have some issues with that sort of uh, ideology. But Michaela is in yes. this because she was like, you know, I want to be married and I should be married. So I'm doing this so I could be married. And she wants to control all of, to me, it seems, and this is just our introduction to Michaela. When she doesn't have enough yeah. information, when she doesn't know all the answers and when things like it sets her her off and she is triggered to that place of where she is insufferable and 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 like yeah. I don't I don't feel like I can see why anyone would would be challenged in <laughs> connecting with her because of these other issues that she has going on. Again, Asante Key is being so <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mikhail, this okay, so bust it real fast. Zach <laughs> Ended up getting COVID. So they didn't get oh, to do their home honeymoon. COVID. So that's an understandable frustration, right? She had to leave and he had to quarantine in their room for the whole honeymoon while everybody else was having their honeymoon mm. period. Totally understand how that could be frustrating. He finally tests negative. He tells her he tested positive, comes back, you know, to surprise her. And cool, they have their reunion. And then... The next morning, he gets up to go to the gym. No, to take the dog at like seven fifteen. To, to yeah, take the dog, to the dog walker and work and, out and that kind of thing. Michaela is sleeping. Yeah, just a couple. She's sleeping. He's like, I won't wake her up. So you know, and it's seven fifteen in the morning. Like I'll be back in a couple of hours. I'll probably be back before she wakes up. He wasn't. He wasn't back before she woke up. This bitch woke up, got mad, packed her left. shit, and I left. I mean, got her suitcase, Tay. <laughs> 
her Ikea bags were full <laughs> and she towed it right on up out of that apartment. And you see her <laughs> on the camera like she getting ready to get her Lysol wipes and stuff and she's <laughs> slamming stuff down the table. I'm like, she is in breakdown. No. And... And she didn't reach out. She didn't call him. She didn't send a text. She wasn't like, hey, everything good. She just saw that he wasn't there, panicked, and punched. Like, she she left. Damn. Yeah. And he didn't send a text either and communicate. But I don't think at 7.15, I don't think if some like, at 7.15, by 8.30 in the morning, I'm going to assume, especially if the dog is not there... <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, he must take took the dog for a walk. Maybe he went and grabbed a coffee or something or whatever. And then maybe after a couple hours passes and the nigga ain't come back and I ain't heard from him, I'm going to be like, you good? Right. But I'm she not going to pack my shit up and leave. Without <laughs> like, any sort of conversation, yeah. like she just left. And I think <laughs> I tried to give her grace. I know Jay says I'm being too nice, but I'm trying <laughs> to give Michaela grace because the conversation with Pastor Cal yes. revealed that, you know, she lost her father and is dealing with some real abandonment issues such that when she woke up and saw that her husband was not there, she went to worst case scenario. And I can relate to that. I know what that's like. Okay, that's, so I, I forgot about that I'm not saying that, part that her it. behavior was good or warranted or appropriate, but I feel like I understand, you know, what she was dealing with that would send her to that place. And she was obviously triggered. Um, yeah, no, 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 that's fair. That, that, I forgot about that, actually. That that was she said that that was a trigger for her. Um, it was still it's a still a lot, and I I, I was upset because I, I was just like I wonder if the experts knew that because we are only in episode three and this crazy is unfolded and it's really loud. So how did she make it through the screening <laughs> process without them touching on this this abandonment issue and and how it how it makes her behavior erratic and disruptive <laughs> because that's okay. what so, my brother so what happened to him eyes. why wasn't he there he went he he went to the gym and he, the dog he took to the, the dog daycare. to daycare <laughs> and literally went to the gym in her defense she said the last conversation they had so they're both coming into this new apartment this neutral territory apartment mm -hmm. from their homes they both have dogs the dogs is not quite feeling each other yet. So he needed to take the dog mm -hmm. to the other room so that he can get the dog mm -hmm. calmed down and go to bed. So when she, she was like, the last conversation I had with Zach, he was going to put the dog down for bed. And then he was coming back to bed. I woke up, he wasn't in the bed. Then I realized he wasn't in the apartment. And I'm like, well, what, well, what, what happened? And I understand how she would have questions, but I feel like you ask the questions before you fly off the handle. Just bounce. <laughs> and fly, off, by, fly yeah. off the handle, that means get your things and go. And she came back and was real <laughs> petty and passive aggressive. So when they, they did end up having a conversation about it with Pastor Cal. And before they got to the breakthrough of like what was behind that, she was being real like passive aggressive, like, Nothing's Listen. bad. Nothing's bad. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Michaela, cut the shit. Like, like, cut the shit right now. Because <laughs> that shit exactly. infuriates me. <laughs> it infuriates me. And Zach was trying but to comfort I, her. And he was like, I'm sorry. No, you're not. I was like, oh. I'm not. I'm not dealing. It. I'm not dealing with this. Like how I'm supposed I'm to deal with this, this nigga, Michaela. So I'm. I'm curious to see what happens with them because he he does seem young to me. He and is, like, and he's maybe younger than her. Need to be some adjusting because he's yes. 27. I think she's and 30 so, or something like that. Hmm. 
Yes, or so, something along those lines. And he, so there's going to need to be some adjustments on his end. He probably does move and sway the way that he wants to. She said that, which everybody does when they're used to just taking care of themselves. So, you know, there's always an adjustment period, but there's something about him that comes off a little young to me, but he also signed mm-hmm. up for this. So mm-hmm. we're going to see what happens. <sighs> Who's next? Rachel and Jose. And, oh, and then how, how many couples we got? Five. Rachel and Jose. Ooh. Like five. And then Brett and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Bre- oh, wait, yeah. Brett, Brett and Ryan. Ryan. They're two. It's like Brett's, Brett's a, white a white woman. woman. And, and that's the only white couple. Brett and Ryan are the white couple. Yeah. And Ryan acts yeah. like his name is Ryan. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And we don't know where he was on January 6th. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. He act like yeah. his name is Ryan. Yeah. And I saw this coming. I mean, Stevie Wonder could have saw it coming, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. no. swarmed the Capitol. I already yeah. know what Definitely that Definitely swarmed the Capitol. <laughs> took a shit on Pelosi's okay. desk. Oh. Like, we not yeah. sure. He yeah. got like antlers. I'm, he got I'm deer pretty heads damn hanging sure. on his walls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have Hello. a random show that I need y'all to watch. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's called C. S E E or S E A? S E E. Okay. Is this the shit like when Fran tried to make me watch that OA shit? I don't know. What did she try to make you watch? What happened though? What she tried? The OA. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you, what is C? Oh, you Let ain't seen the OA? <laughs> it's got Jason Momoa and Alfred stressful. Woodard in it. Ooh, I love me some Alfred what? Woodard. What? Baby. Wait. First of all, I, I love me some wait. Alfred Wood, ever since Holiday Heart, Alfred Wooder can do no wrong. <laughs> she is we did not give her her flowers. Kia, and I'm sick of it. No. Person. We've got why to give are... Alfred Wooder her flowers. She needs her things right now. <laughs> Flat sandaled queen. Flat sandaled queen. Please. Okay. It's a We're TV gonna name show. the episode. If... I'll give Alfred Wooder her flowers. That's because it. listen. You have to watch this shit strictly for her, honestly. Like, if you got into Game of Thrones or some, like, Afterworld type shit like that, this is your okay. type of shit. But uh, <clears throat> it's like a dystopian future. Apparently, after... Like, apparently a virus, hopefully not COVID, happened and the population was reduced to 2, two million people. Uh, after And those 2 million people left ended up being blind. So after 500 years of being blind... Uh, we're following the tale of a uh, vision being reintroduced to society. Alfred Woodard is like a, a like a shaman woman, spiritual guide leader type, yes. and her ass be doing yes. the fuck out of her, her role. Like she just yes. be doing it. But uh, it's it's on Apple. Uh, is this like the shit with Sandra Bullock? Wasn't that the shit? Weren't they blind? Too? Nah, Bird Box. No. Nah, Bird she, Box. Look, Bird Box was some shit. Now <laughs> you remember the Bird oh. Box challenge? <laughs> I did not watch that. Bird Box was terrifying. Like Bird that was Box like, was terrifying. What was that about? You Woo. couldn't take your blindfold off because it was some shit. Like you, you go crazy or some shit, or you My get attacked or something. I don't know. To watch Bird Box. It was some, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like honestly, Bird Box is missed now. Like I haven't watched it in so long. But I forgot what the actual plot is. But there was some shit going on, and the people wasn't allowed to take off their fucking blindfolds. But for whatever reason. I remember her being attacked by some nigga trying to take her blindfold off. Like, like take off your blindfold. Like, Bird Box was crazy. Okay, I'm not watching No, Bird Box. That. I, uh, but C sounds like, but C C sounds like right up Jade Street because she loved dystopian yes. universes. Oh, <laughs> Jade. 
You have to watch. I do. Uh, I, I know you weren't fucking with the OA, but honestly, the OA, because, you know, honestly, I see why. The OA was written so intricately and oddly that it's kind of like, it's a lot to follow. Because for me, I had to watch it. Because when I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this white bitch doing? Like, Prairie Dawn. She was gathering all yeah, the people in like, the room, and they were sitting on the floor. Like, what the on, fuck? On initial watch, like, I feel all of that. Because I remember watching this whole time being skeptical. I'm like, who is this white woman? She don't even know her family. I don't Like, she telling some fucking story, but she can't even buy into this reality that's now. So how the fuck am I supposed to believe anything coming out of this bitch mouth? And then after this bitch, t- <laughs> I, like, how far into the OA did you get? Nigga, like two episodes. I couldn't Look, do it no I, more. Jay, I know it's a lot. <laughs> but then after this bitch said and said this whole fucking story, the shit comes to an end. Like it comes to a head because they all realize why they've been training for this stupid fucking dance to listen to this dumb white bitch the whole time. And the bitch fucking opens a portal and transitions. Uh, she 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 jumps fucking realities. Okay, no, like but no, like not no, in no, like no. A, an actual no. portal opening. Like through them doing that stupid dance. Something happens, like like they literally are. <laughs> Jay, since you ain't gonna watch this, shit, I'm gonna just tell you, okay? I, so she say, get, Tay is fed up. Go look, ahead. look, look, look. Let me tell you, this show is about this white woman. She wakes up and she can see, and they're like, like her family. They're like, uh, when she was abducted or whenever she went missing, the bitch was blind, right. and the doctors was like, oh, what the fuck? But she's like, you know, I can see, but they ain't my family. Like they, like they are, but they not. Like she, she was like Russian. She's like, I had a papa and all that. This ain't, I'm this confused. ain't my reality. On on the OA. The white girl, Perry Dawn, mm-hmm. had a lot of bullshit she was going through. So she wasn't talking to her family. She connects with a bunch of strangers. She's like, I need your help. Come and listen to my story. She tells them this elaborate story about how some nigga abducted her while she was blind. And he was basically abducting... Um, he basically... It tells the whole story throughout the show, but he abducts a bunch of people that have had near-death experiences because he's trying to figure out, I guess, the secret to life or whatever the fuck. Anyway, the whole story that she tells throughout this season while teaching them these formations and dances because they're like listen to this white bitch but they're like, i don't know if i believe her and some of them are like believing her based on faith and mm-hmm. others are kind of skeptical mm-hmm. and so finally uh they're like realizing they're like we have to do this stupid dance like they're in the cafeteria because uh long story short a school shooter like tried to shoot a uh, shot at the school and a bullet shot and uh, they just see the bullet and they're doing. You see how this is like so it's so layered. That's why Jade, I understand why you're pissed off. And like, imagine getting into it and buying into the fucking story and then getting that type of pissed <laughs> off. So like, to see no. them do the stupid dance in the cafeteria and then they see that the bullet <laughs> shoots and they're like, oh fuck, this nigga shot somebody anyway. And then they look out and Prairie is out there. The bitch was shot and she's smiling. She was like, <laughs> we did it because they did the stupid dance and the bitch Jade, the bitch is having an. <laughs> I am going to go look, watch it just look, for this She's dance. having a near-death experience. And so before I guess she died on this uh, reality, she jumps. She Next season starts with this bitch. She done woke up on the boat. You see this, this bitch, but it's a different her. She's like on the phone, and then she passes out, and she wakes up. And it's this bitch that I've been hating from the last season. It's really like her <laughs> on a new reality. <laughs> like I was so pissed with the OA because they canceled. The fact that her name is this, this bitch. Because they canceled the first out. season. Like after the first season, they finished it. So we was left with like wondering like, oh, so this bitch just smiling in the back of the ambulance like the bitch just dead somewhere 
And then we finally get the season two, I guess, because all the weirdos are like, we need to know more. We need to see it. So to get greenlit for season two, now here this bitch is back on the boat. And then she ends up back with the, the nigga that abducted her from the store she was talking about in the first okay. one. And she found the white boy she That's was in enough. love with that she was looking for. But this nigga don't know who she is. Like, I was Child. like, you know what? You all are pissing me off. You're taking so many turns and you're literally fucking with my reality. I can't deal with you. That's what the past oh, did. Oh, you start okay. doing too much. Wait, we before we finish, I have yes. Kia. I need your opinions on Jose and old girl. I don't like Jose. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's very odd to me for many mm-hmm. reasons. Yes. I think that there's some mm-hmm. zest there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. um, he gives this. He has this like real parental kind of. Uh, yes, I don't Oof. know what. The, he thinks like it's very much he's more and like it, and it's off-putting because I don't believe him because of the zest, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, not even mm. trying to be, you know, but I just don't think that Jose wants to be with, Rachel. Rachel is her name with Rachel. I don't think he wants to be with anybody like nobody. Um, uh, and Jose also does want employees. He wants he, he, he wants, wants staff, employees. right? I don't know if he wants a family yeah. more than he wants staff in his home yeah. that yeah. he can direct and instruct mm-hmm. in those ways. And he this is payroll. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We put all of this yes. in here. We split yes. the tips. Like it's very it's he wants to control the whole budget and the whole situation. He's got like a whiteboard and, in their kitchen where he like writes out yeah. all the bills and expenses. And which great, that's beautiful. But he's like, okay, so when you come into my right. house, <laughs> yeah, when you yes. move here, because you see, I'm already and I have set a up, home and we can get uh, you set up, and let me fix your credit, you give and let me, me your paycheck, and I will let me be in charge, and I want to take care of you, and I yeah. want to do this, and I want to do that, and even yes. like little things. And I thought Rachel was being like a little picky, but now I get it. But on the honeymoon, he was like, "Do you want me to brush your teeth?" And she was like, "Nigga, what?" They were, they, yeah, no. They were brushing it. I did not think she was being picky. He tried to brush her teeth. He tried to feed her. She was like, okay, I've had enough of this. She's like, stop trying to feed me. Stop trying to brush my teeth to get me dressed. I don't need you to wipe my ass after I take a shit. Like, I yeah. just don't need all of these baby, baby-like things. I'm a grown woman. I've been functioning, nigga. I've been functioning. So... Jose is, I cannot wait to see what happens with him. I want him to dress. I, I, be yeah, free. I know. Um, okay, so I want one more thing, because I did tweet that we were doing a TV show. I got a lot of folks saying that they want our thoughts on Love and Marriage Huntsville, Tay. Oh. Are you ready? Jay, have you, do you watch Love and Marriage Huntsville, Jay? Um, because I do not watch this regularly, I will just give my two cents and Please. sit back. <clears throat> Um, what I know is the lady with the very long neck, um, her husband ain't shit, the and uh, he deserves to be tied to the back of a tractor. Now the dark skin? Are you talking about um, Tisha? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the lady, the giraffe lady with the really long neck, and she talks Melody. like this. And her- Melody. Yeah, okay, so they're go. divorced. And Perf. Oh, they're divorced mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, because that nigga is tr- is wretched. He's wretched, is what I know. <laughs> yes, and that's yes. it. That's what I know. So c- carry on, Tay, please. Have you watched you know, this week's? I mean, l- just tell me where you are with some things. 
you know, not only have I been watching this season's um, Love and Marriage Huntsville, mm-hmm. I uh, shout out to my sis Crystal. Shout out to our sis Crystal. Hey, Crystal uh, Jean. I was just at her house last night I where I, A, I made her watch uh, Candace Dillard's music videos. <laughs> and then the <laughs> recommended video that came up was Melody S. Hope. Oh. The, so she Tell, has a music signs. video. Yes. I, I you know, that. I knew that Martell and her were arguing about this song, and I remember it being a thing. I just had no idea there was a music video. And honestly, if you are listening, I would love for you all out there to leave comments under Getting Grown as to <laughs> what you think of the music video. Um, I think you should all go watch. Melody I'm S. Holt watch. has I've never looks. Watched it. Is it called Telltale yes. Tell Signs? Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's the one. So is Jay, it just all there, about like Jay, a, just sit there uh, and watch it on mute. Oh, actually, you know, if you want to listen to this song, go ahead and listen to the. I just want to hear a okay. yeah. Hold on. Get <laughs> you a little piece of it. Oh, turn down the ads because I won't pay for YouTube. Um, skip ads. Okay. Oh, there's a oh. This is your girl, oh. Oh, we're starting off with the voice now. <laughs> You hear the Martell, uh... Oh, Martell is, that is the witch? in the... Oh, no, that's her. No, no, he is not. It's like a double, like a... Uh, she she got an actor in the video. But, like, the voicemail is so funny because you can hear uh, somebody that sound like him, like his deep-ass voice. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, not her throwing this garbage bag out with the scarf on her head. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. Because you got issues. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. The Love and Marriage Huntsville, they have definitely amped it up this season. Um, it's it's a it's a great show, and I, I'm I'm waiting to see how it's going to evolve even more. The new girls have been bringing the mess on there. I don't I don't uh, care for Tiffany, Destiny at all. I don't care for yeah Destiny. I don't, I got my eye on her as well. <laughs> Oh, I don't trust anybody. That's Look. probably a wise choice in life going forward. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I've already seen how in, in the trailer, you already see she kind of get it popping. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but I just mm-hmm. feel like there's lots of mess. I really didn't care for how Destiny was sort of insinuating to Kimmy that her son had a crush on her. And I was like, Destiny, this is messy. Yeah. I don't like it. That that boy is is too young. Excuse exactly. Me. And the fact that when Kimmy brought that back up, how she was like, she was uh, so Jay. This woman was married at the time when she was looking at Kimmy's stepchild, and exactly. Kimmy was like, and Kimmy, Kimmy's like, girl, uh, uh-uh, don't be looking at him. You married, huh? And she was like, oh, huh. And then when she brought it back up later at this uh, brunch or whatever, she's like, well, yeah, you know, now I'm not married, so and it's like, and Kimmy's ma'am, like. That is still my that stepson. Is, what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? Like, like what is? That, what? It, that's literally a, a so moment. Cause like, exactly. girl, so. <laughs> and do you know how I even stumbled upon it, Tristan? <laughs> so Tristan in our old apartment. That's how I yes. knew about the, the the wretched ass husband. I walked in and I said, "What is this?" He was like, "I don't know. It's a show about real estate, <laughs> black realtors." <laughs> right. And you know he's in real estate and shit. So I'm like, oh, okay, are you enjoying it? He's like, I'm about to see what it's about. I come back and he's about five episodes <laughs> in, and he was like, nigga, this is it a reality is. show, but it's yeah. really entertaining. <laughs> it's like the grown version of Black Ink Crew, and then them and their business. Yes, they Carlos talking, King. They, Carlos oh. King would have you to believe that it's about real estate, but it's not. Right. Oh, Carlos King is a massive deceptive <laughs> individual. Isn't he the one who was who was responsible for BET Presents the yes. Encore? I got him gassing up the yacht. 
<laughs> Listen, you don't know what it took talk to get it, here. Talk it, talk it, Listen, talk Blueprint, it. Blueprint, they, they, we've seen they had been through a lot of things, and they even left us with a few little gems. Whether it had been the music or the comedy of the shit that's happened on the show, Blueprint, they, those <laughs> ladies. Uh-huh, so why you gotta throw me shade? Lamisha, you said what? Uh-uh, why you gotta throw me shade, Lamisha? Oh yeah. <laughs> why you gotta throw me shade, Lamisha and Tony? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't understand why them girls or uh, Lamisha was coming for girls' wigs and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean the audacity, <laughs> the audacity, and the, and the and iron. <laughs> like their heavy wigs, their wide backs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean pots, kettles, kettles, pots. Um. Yes. The iron, the iron is in the knees. The iron is in the knees. <laughs> in a world where we're missing Hollywood divas, you know, uh, the encore was a true gem. You know what? You, right, you are right R&B about divas. Kelly that. Price, honey. You better put some respect on it. Okay. That old hateful Look, Kelly Price. Uh, what is it? What? What is the? What was the name? Of, what was Cur- Curvado? Um, Curvado. <laughs> Curvado. Nikki Gilbert. Uh, Nikki Gilbert from yeah. Brownstone. Curvado. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Curvada. But yes, I'm love so and marriage. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> pulling out Curvado is like pulling out a uh, fan of sheep from fucking <laughs> basketball wives with Royce. Yeah. Or she by Charade. I'm going right. to say, or joggers, spring, summer, joggers. Yeah. <laughs> How dreadful. Spring, summer, joggers. You know, it's I like, met Dwight once many years ago at an event, and when I interviewed him, I was like, Dwight, can you shout out this brand? Can you also say a fashion show with no fashions? He was like, hi, honey, I'm Dwight Eubanks, and we're at a fashion show with no fashions? How dreadful. And I was like, there's fashion here. It wasn't my fashion show, so I didn't give a fuck. I was like, yes, I got Dwight. <laughs> we're at a fashion show with no fashions. He was like, a fashion show with no fashions? How dreadful. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that was one of my. That is one of the best moments of reality show. That's TV when of House. All time that's when my, Atlanta was opinion. on on top. Yes. Ooh. Uh, what happened to Lisa Wu? Where she go? What is she on? She was on the last season Hollywood of Married Divas. to Medicine, wasn't she? Lisa Wu Hartwell, <laughs> didn't she? Oh no, I'm thinking about Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the other Lisa. It's another Lisa on Married to Medicine, right? No, I'm thinking about. <laughs> you got all your bad bitches all mixed my up. Oh, Lisa's Lisa's mixed oh yeah, up. Lisa Wu was married to the With nigga the who she got divorced, and he For married Rudy Huxtable. Uh, he married Ke- Keisha. Yes. Yeah, he he married yes, Rudy. He Child, had a, he had a set Keisha of hips Knight. on him. A set of hips. <laughs> <laughs> that Ed Hartwell is Shakira. Shakira. <laughs> Look, Yara, Yara Sophia. Imagine Ed Hartwell and Yara Sophia now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this was too good. Oh my god! Oh, I needed this last time. <laughs> that was too good. Okay. Tay, we love you. We love you. So we love much. you. Oh, I love both of y'all. Y'all know I love both of y'all. Jade and Kia. Jade got on the Jade Green on the plants. Kia's back there beaming like she doing her dance. Hey, <laughs> it's getting grown. Hey, it's getting grown. Hey, putting it on and grown. Okay, real quick, and I'm gonna just let y'all go. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you didn't watch, and I'm I, first of all, this is so terrible that I'm only saying this for this one reason. Uh, oh my God, what's the name of the show? What's the show? Okay, so not put a ring on it. Family or fiance. Family or fiance. Oh. Uh, 
Marrying Millions. Oh, marrying millions. On own. On own. Uh, is it the is it oh, the Miss the Bells? Mademoiselles, the ready bells? to love, ready oh. to love, ready to love. You have ready got to, to watch Ready to Love. I watched. There are four seasons. That's not the Mara Brock no, Kill that's, shit. That's, is it? isn't Mara Brock Kill? Because I know it's that's the one that's hosted by nephew Tommy. Yeah, it's nephew Tommy hosted. So I don't think it's another Will oh. Packer production. Because <laughs> you know, uh, what's up? It's your boy. <laughs> but you can call me nephew Tommy or whatever. You talking about. All right, all right, come on. Um, you oh need to God. watch. It's a bunch of grown folks dating each other, and it's like funny watching how the power shifts between the women telling the niggas that they ready to love, or the niggas telling the women that they ready to love, and then people coming back. I'm gonna say that there are four seasons of craziness. Uh, one nigga that was on the third season, they brought back for the fourth season in Houston. He's dating some girl, and part of their exercises, they had to uh, go out with the person's ex. She oh. gonna introduce him to uh, an ex that she had, and he was like, damn, it seemed like y'all had a good relationship. What happened? And the ex was like, well, you know, I had discovered some things about myself, and then the nigga was gay. Well, bisexual, but... She, she so oh, this okay. bitch in, introduced her gay ex to her new nigga to be like you ain't got nothing to worry about like <laughs> it was so funny that that happened I just had to talk oh, about that one God. moment with somebody randomly so I, I reduced everything that all of those shows are about to that one little moment it ain't got nothing to do with that but when you Mass. get there that was just a so yes to me. this season is is based in Houston okay. I know I just heard recently that the next season is going to be in DC. Oh. oh, now that's going to be fun. Yeah, because the first two were in Atlanta, second two were in Houston, so now D.C. <laughs> yes, I All feel right, like niggas. I... And you know the blacks in D.C. are you fun. T- Hello? It's going to be what? Entertaining? <laughs> I can't wait to watch them It's going to be up. a lot of like, um, it's going to be a lot of royalty-free, like go-go sound music in the background <laughs> so and... I I'm I'm going to go catch up on the first three seasons so that I can be ready for this. Four. You got four seasons to watch. Now I honestly, have to get into go- Houston. Look, yeah, I honestly, I, honestly, I only watched season one of Atlanta. Somebody told me I need to go back and watch season two, and then I watched season four of Houston. So I, I might go back and watch uh, season two and three. But when you start one, let me know, and I'm going to restart it with you. Because the first season, like, honestly, if you just oh, watch the first you. season, you'll be prepared for what's going to happen, um, what's coming up. But if you watch the first season, okay. then pick your interest, keep going. I think I only watched okay, the third okay. season. Like, I feel like I've only watched this most recent Damn, one Damn, you have the key that I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw when Chris was on there. Yeah. So when Chris goes on a date with the girl that he uh, chose, <laughs> she takes him on a date with her uh, ex and the nigga was gay. I was like, of course he was. Because we don't know until the nigga, uh, until Chris shows up. And then, Right. Because I'm like, damn, I'm like, I wonder what didn't work out with them. I'm like, he's zesty, as you would say. Wait, so her ex is, her ex is, get, is bi? Yeah. I, okay, I guess bi. he came okay. out while they were, uh, they were together. And then I guess that, okay. you know, she was like, well, you bi, so bi. Like... <laughs> Like that's cute or whatever, Aww, but I mean man. they were still friends. They were still friends. Oh, she was very Molly. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of Molly, right? Well, not Molly. Uh, Yvonne Orgy. Y'all have to watch Vacation Friends. I told Crystal J next time y'all do shrooms and stuff, y'all gotta watch Vacation Friends. <laughs> it's Lil Rel, uh, Yvonne Orgy, John Cena, and um, this white girl. I don't know her Can name, I... but she's on. Okay, this John Cena. I, I know his face. I've seen. He I was know. on Googled one. He was on like the, the last Fast and the Furious. Is, isn't he like a? Isn't he like a wrestler? I don't watch those. Yeah, he was a wrestler. I'm like, wrestler why does his actor. name keep coming up so frequently? Like was Noah, the, we were past. We were before the pandemic. We were walking past one of those cutouts at the movie theater, and Noah was like, "That's John Cena," and I was like, "How do you know who that is?" 
And why does his name keep coming up? Listen, John Cena looks young as hell in this movie, and he's funny as fuck. So y'all have to go. Y'all okay. have to watch. Okay, what's it on? Um, Hulu. I'm so sorry. It's Labor Day weekend. Um, oh no, the niggas in my heart went was just like having a whole kiki. I was like, what well, damn? <laughs> they just, you know, they just fetting you outside. Know, that's that's yes, the most wonderful time of the last year. Treat I will leave you with. Okay, I'm gonna watch that. Asante, the next time we talk TV, you got to come back. I mean, I would love to. Such a joy. I've got movies for y'all. I've got yes. criticisms about Denzel Washington's yes. son. Like, there's plenty of things we could talk about. <laughs> yes. yes. No. <laughs> we are not going to get in here. Shit. Let's get to the mess. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Jay, watch Beckett. Watch Beckett on Netflix. Beckett. I didn't even watch the other shit. I didn't watch the Malcolm, the, Malcolm and, Marie. and Marie. The dialogue. First of all, I, I didn't either. Yeah. But you know what? That's like I a certain style, and I wasn't going to be mature enough for that. I'm not elevated enough. No, I yeah, I was like, I, I was like, this is a mood that if you know the vibes, and I don't know the vibes, I just I wasn't going to lie to myself. Mm-mm. People told me they were like, it's just dialogue, and I was like, thank you so much for. It's not just dialogue. It's exhausting not wasting my time. Dialogue. I felt like no, I had I'm worked a full out a full day after watching that thing. Oh no! I just don't want to watch two niggas that's fight. That's what they're going to do, you know. And were they on cocaine or no? Because I know they were, you know, in Hollywood. Well, you know? <laughs> that, that's that's wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Listen, where are people doing coke in your bathroom? That's from Real Housewives. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of cocaine in Hollywood. I'm there's just a saying. lot of cocaine the in the world. world. Okay, we've got to be more careful. Yes. We all went to this Christian Siriato party one day and it was somebody right on the bar, just right there. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot of cocaine. Okay, look, it's New York. Yeah, that's just what happens. It's just cocaine. Um, Next time we talk TV, you coming back. I would love to. Tell the people where to find you, even though they already know. Y'all can find me anywhere at Hey Asante. That's H-E-Y-A-S-S-A-N-T-E. And catch me every Wednesday on The Friend Zone or catch us on our Patreon at The Friend Zone Podcast. We have all sorts of quality content for all of you beautiful black individuals. And if you're other, we'll take your money too. Yes. That's right. We love you. We love you, Tay. Love y'all. All right. We'll see y'all at the Honesty Box. Pineapple Street Studios' acclaimed series, Back Issue, is back with season two, and you're not going to want to miss a single episode. Hosted by Tracy Clayton, who you know as the host of Another Round and Strong Black Lead, and by Pineapple Street Studios' senior producer, Josh Gwynn, each episode revisits unforgettable moments in pop culture that we all think we remember. Together, Josh and Tracy unravel what these moments can teach us and how they stood the test of time, or not. Join in as Josh and Tracy battle over whose hometown invented the high five, reflect on the legacy of the one and only Whitney Houston, reminisce about the internet we first fell in love with, and share some behind-the-scenes stories from the music videos you loved. Pop culture is political, but it's also fun. Remember fun? Back Issue is available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can also follow Back Issue on Instagram at Back Issue Podcast. Honestly? Truly. All right. It's time to get into the honesty box. Um, I dug into the honesty box this week yes. and found a letter from a listener who's given herself a pseudonym. She has asked to be called Indecisive Diana. <laughs> um, 
She gave uh, some thank you, Diana, for sending such comprehensive context and backstory. Yes. I briefed Jade a little bit yeah. so that we can jump right into the questions. Just give you all a little bit of an overview. Indecisive Diana graduated from college and, you know, while she was searching for full-time work, moved in with her parents who were giving her a hard time about living at home, saying some not so nice things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, indecisive Diana determined that when she saved a, a certain amount of money, she was going to move out. And that's what she did. She moved out and, and found an apartment, um, that, you know, while, while it meets all of her needs, she's not necessarily happy there. She has some complaints about the sizing, how much rent she has to pay, mm -hmm. um, you know, other little inconveniences, you know, noise and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, she is, you know, working really hard to keep up this rent. She doesn't really want to go back to her, her parents' house. And so, um, you know, this is kind of where we're picking up the story. Ready? All right. Uh, I am a single woman, no children, no partner. I look after my best friend's daughter often. I have a small background in working childcare. However, it's not my passion. So my childhood bestie invited me to move in with her dad and daughter uh, when my lease is up. According to my friend, her dad is getting a four bedroom house and has suggested that I move in. They know that I hate my job and I want to move out of Columbus. She's from Ohio. Okay. Um, she said $180 is all I would have to pay them every month, which sounds amazing, but I don't know. Low-key feels like she's going to turn me into a live-in nanny to her four-year-old daughter. I like kids, but I don't know about living with them. Also, um, this means I would be alone during the day with her dad. Um, don't get me wrong, they're really cool to hang out with, but uh, but live with, I, I just don't know. My goal is to save around 20K. This is very possible if I accept this offer. I'm sure I can relocate with that type of money. Another piece of information, growing up, my friend's dad was emotionally there, but not physically. They had like a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. More to the story, but I'll <laughs> keep it simple. I just met him in person one year ago. Okay. My parents were against me moving in with them, um, and she's looking to us for any advice 31 year old uh feels too old to be living in a house with someone's dad and their kid um she said maybe i'm thinking too hard um but what do you guys what do you guys think so hearing her situations is do you feel like moving in with her best friend's family uh is a good idea for her or not well first and foremost i don't think your parents deserve to have an opinion <laughs> about what you're doing if they don't want you at their house and mm -hmm. um they're not being supportive in that you know in that way then whatever they got to say is null and void and that's not being disrespectful that's just being honest um if y'all ain't got no useful tips like just don't say anything <laughs> um so here's the thing you've got to weigh out your piece of you said what for about a year she said um, she didn't put a, she wants to save, um, she wants to save, but she didn't have a date. Okay. Um, she, so there's no timeline as far as how long she would do this. Okay. Um, maybe that's a, a suggestion, but yeah, she was just saying that, you know, the information that we have here is that she would just be needing to pay them $180 a month. Um, and so she could save her, her goal 20K. is to, so that she can save her 20 K and relocate. Um, mm -hmm. you have a very clear goal. 
And so the thing about that is sometimes with those goals, we have to weigh the pros and the cons of the timelines. Is your peace of mind going to be worth, you know, maybe swapping that out for this situation so that you can reach this ultimate goal? Or do you stay where you are and then it takes a bit longer for you to get to where you need to get? Um, Also, so that's one thing to consider if this is something you're going to do, because we're not going to tell you to do it or not to do it. <laughs> right. That's so that if that's what you're looking for, you're not going to get it. But I would just weigh everything out and I would have honest conversations about right. what I'm feeling. I would be very transparent with your friend, right. with your homegirl. Um, and it doesn't have to turn into a big rah-rah. It doesn't have to be like, I don't want to be, you know, it can just say, listen, I think this is an awesome opportunity and I'm I'm really grateful for it, actually. But there's a couple of concerns that I have. Maybe we could talk through these and see how that could work for this living situation. And let's talk honestly through them. You know, you give me your honest perspective on what you would be looking for from me. And I will give you my honest perspective on that is if that is something that I can do. These are also some of my concerns around your relationship with your father and how that is going to impact me living in this household. So I think that I would do that first. I would sit down and have a very transparent conversation with your friend. Um, First with yourself to, to, to weigh some of those pros and cons. And then with your friend. So that you all can have that transparent conversation because that may change afterwards some of the moves that you decide to make. Uh, and that would sure. be that would be the best thing that I would offer for this particular situation. I agree. I think, you know, I, uh, the, what needs to happen now is for you to gather information mm-hmm. and really be honest with yourself um, around what information that you're receiving and what that's going to mean for the choices that you make going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these, your concerns are very fair and valid. So you shouldn't feel bad about having the questions that you have. No. And um, I would say if you are uncomfortable or feel some kind of way about broaching a conversation with your friend, your friend and their family about this, then I think that that's, that's some data that you need to keep in mind. Right. So like, should you be living with someone who you can't, don't even know if you can kind of be honest with or tell, you know, say, say what's on your heart, mm-hmm. um, you know, either way, one way or another. So like, um, gather all the information that you can before, before making your decision, mm-hmm. make an, an informed decision, lay out your concerns and what given your concerns, you know, folks are expectations are, um, what folks are going to be expected are you of you and what you Uh, expect of them as you know people who are going to be cohabitating in this in this house um and you know it's more than fair to sort of get some things down in writing and just make sure that everybody is on the same page going forward absolutely um and because i feel like this is how this is how grown folks move in situations like this you don't want to be over there sort of in your own head thinking about things without asking the questions and and getting the information that you need to determine how you want to move for yourself yeah. and your goals and the things that you want to do. Absolutely. So that's, those are, those are our, our two yeah. and four cents, uh, indecisive Diana. We do hope that these things have been helpful to you. Keep us posted. Um, we're excited and grateful that you would, um, you know, submit a letter Absolutely. to the honesty box. And we hope that, you know, what we've shared is is useful to you. I would also say trust your intuition, too, once you have that conversation. 
Um, a lot of times yourself. we will talk ourselves into something that sounds like a really great opportunity because we want that to work for us. And we ignore certain things because we want that opportunity to work for us. Um, so I would just say really pay attention to, because it could also be a a loving, a lovely situation where you find that you've created this very small family, um, this very small chosen family, you know what I'm saying? So I would pay attention very closely also to your intuition. Um, once you have that conversation, in addition to, you know, the things that are being said candidly and, and make a decision from there. But like Kia said, we're grateful that you wrote in and, um, and we hope, we hope any any of this was helpful for you yeah and you have the right to change your mind so maybe one of the things you want to bring up when you're discussing your concerns and what this is going to mean for your relationship Mm -hmm. like you know what would it look like if you get into this and and three months down the line you want to leave you know is there some sort of agreement or something you want to sign is there like a probationary period y'all want to work you know Mm -hmm. deal with the workout like there's a very uh direct an adult way to sort of like buffer yourself and, and keep yourself safe. Yeah. And not burn um, bridges. You, yeah. 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 Just being up, open and honest and upfront and, you know, being a G about things. Absolutely. But yes. Thank you. Yes. Indecisive Diana. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's get on to the self care. Let's do it. I deserve my self-care is so simple this week, um, but I would like to report that I went to bed and yes. slept f- well, pretty much on and off for about nine hours. Also good. This is a person who generally operates off about five hours of sleep, um, sometimes six, and it was really nice to get two full nights sleep um, I don't know if I would call it full rest, you know, cause the last been going on, but I definitely took my ass to bed and went to sleep and I, um, that is a lot for me. <laughs> so that is my self care this week. I'm trying to get into some healthier bedtime habits. Same. I was just about to say that, um, similarly, my self care is that I allowed myself to sleep in this week. Um, Yes. Um, yes. And well, it has been glorious. Uh, well, today, okay, so I too have, have said that I want to, and maybe this is something that we can sort of think about together okay. because I definitely feel like rest is um, something that I am not, it's a skill that I don't feel like I have really, you know, a muscle I've, mm-hmm. I'm struggling to build. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking about all the different dimensions of what it really means to be rested, having a healthy sort of nighttime regimen and getting consistent sleep every night is something that I want. It's a goal that I want to, you know, set for myself. So maybe it's something we can kind of think about. Um, Maybe we can have the conversation on the show, get some tools, get some information and hold each other accountable in that way. And in our new space that we have coming, I have a tea blend I would like to... Oh my god. A nighttime tea blend, which Dia is just beautiful. Earth. It does not have any diatomaceous <laughs> earth in it. <laughs> but it's got oh, other yes. very calming elements of lavender and chamomile and many other things. So uh, yes, I'm going to share that soon. But I've really I, yes, let's have this conversation because let's get yes. to some healthy bedtime habits. We gotta we gotta do it. Rest is important. Is. And we just as much as we talk about how important it is for us to sort of set the scene and, and 
uh, set intention mm-hmm. around our success, we yes. also have to be as intentional about taking care of ourselves. Yes. And rest is a part of that. Rest and SPF. Um, but yes. <laughs> but we are doing that. Um, so yeah, I let myself sleep in. I love that. And um, I slept in. So this morning I woke up and went to the bathroom maybe around like six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, 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 I lay back down in the bed and I thought, you know, you know, I'll lay around for another hour or so. And then I'll and then I'll get up. But my body was like, no, ma'am. And the next time I rolled over, it was like 12, 12. Yes, and I said, well, nigga. come on with the I numbers. Said, well, all right. Tw- come on, 12, 12. Let me tell you something that and also that six and seven thirty wake up call from your bladder. Listen. I am <laughs> irritated by that. Do you hear me? I don't, that I don't, ruins I don't know this my is sleep. A sign games. of like aging or yes. whatever, but I feel like there used to be a time where I didn't go to the bathroom as much as I go, no, but no, it's okay. No, not at all. Oh no, I know this is getting grown, and I want to talk about yes. the frequency that pee comes at, with age. <gasps> it is such a thing, and I thought I it was just it. me. I went no. to the doctor like, "Is something wrong?" No. And they were like, "No, girl, no. you're almost four. Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna get up. Get and the pee. hell out of here!" I literally, I be, I, I'm like, "There you go, nigga!" Before the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so irritated i hate it but yes we're going to talk about rest we're going to talk about bladders all of these things coming soon as we discuss our (laughs) self-care and health um but yeah let's get into these let's get into these and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty P-E to the t-t-y honey this is one of my pettiest peeves to date and it may hit a couple people in the crotch (laughs) oh wow they may not like it very much but when i tell you i hate a live laugh love (laughs) what i cannot stand a live laugh love sign in a house i hate them so (laughs) much i hate your live laugh love family picture walls i hate live laugh love above your door frames I hate your live, laugh, love decal stickers that you've placed above your bed. I hate it. You just, the girls are out here trying to affirm themselves and you mad. I know. I'm I'm being super hateful about it. Listen, I called myself out first. I said it's my pettiest peep to date. All right. I was on the phone with my friend. And and we were on FaceTime and she was walking around the house. I was looking at the house and she's got a beautiful house. But she, she's like, bitch, I'm irritated with myself. And I said, why? I want to change out all this decor. I don't want any more signs. And I was like, she's like, <laughs> look words. at this. And we look at the kitchen. It's a big sign that says kitchen. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> she's like, oh, look at my, look at my, look at this on my counter. Butter, sugar, rice. <laughs> like, she's like, it's words. signs everywhere, nigga. And I'm sick of it. I was like, but. At least she don't have a live, laugh, love. But she has something along those lines. And I just, I, listen, I love an affirmation. If y'all want to sticky, sticky note your mirror to death and Mary Jane yourself down the road, I'm cool with it. But I hate a live, laugh, love. Listen, I know. It's Jade's pettiest <laughs> moment to date. It is. It is. We've made history on getting grown up yet again. All right. <laughs> And my petty peeve is similarly petty. Oh, what is it? Not, I don't think it's as as petty as yours, but we're almost Mine there. Mine is quite petty. We'll, we'll see. So uh, it is September. 
It is September the 6th, to be exact. It is Jade's month of birth. Yes, it is. It is, as you all say <laughs> so loudly and so frequently, Virgo season. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with this time, we, we understand that the summer is winding down. It is. And what I will say to you all, is that while the summer is winding down, it is not yet wound up. It's not gone. And so my petty, my petty peeve is for those of you who are rushing to your knits and pumpkin spice iterations of beverages, foods, <laughs> candy, decor. You guys just relax. Simmer your pumpkins, okay? <laughs> your pumpkins Simmer on your, porch. your pumpkins. We have plenty of time for autumn and all that comes with this is true. the last three months of the year. We've got time. Yeah, and it's festive. It's a festive time. And you all are rushing <laughs> to your apple cider. I mean, running at breakneck speeds to your Uggs and sweaters. And we yeah. are not there yet. No, it's true. Everybody, calm down. And I hate us. Can we just let Summer have her final moments? Let her have her final. This is the last lap. This is the anchor leg of the relay race. Let her cross the finish line before y'all pumpkin spice us to death, please, Jesus. I was I was doing the I was doing the clothes clean out, the end of season clothes clean out, just to see mm -hmm. what's too small for Noah and all of that. But I said, don't yet put away the warm weather clothes. Not yet. Not Jumping time. the gun. Yeah, we're not putting on no long sleeves yet. It was 82 degrees today. Today. So, and y'all is out here pressed to wear your Uggs and, and things feast on jackets. like pickle juice. Yeah, nah. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I feel like Indigenous People's Day is a, a good marker for when I think so. the fall season. You know so. what I'm saying? I think so. Can we at least get through October? Yeah. Um, at least through really September. Let, like, let's really let the season like actually change yeah. before we get to running and rushing off. Y'all just and I'm not saying that, you know, you know, we we don't need to be extreme in either direction. Okay. Just let's be practical and realistic. Yeah. It's not time for eggnog. Uh, it's not time for apple cider donuts. No. Nikki went to Starbucks the other day. We was on the phone and and I heard her ask the lady for iced peppermint mocha something or other. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, Christmas I hate time drinks. mint flavored stuff. I hate it so much. <laughs> ugh, ugh. But the lady was like, uh, we don't have peppermint yet. She's like, oh, y'all don't have peppermint yet? I was like, no, bitch, because it's... <laughs> Because it is August 30th. not yet the holiday season. <laughs> no, they don't have peppermint. I could have told you that. And you and Nikki is in Houston. It's probably 101 degrees <laughs> and you asking for peppermint. <laughs> we love Everybody you. Everybody calm down. 
Oh my the girls, listen, they let September. September 1st came in and the girls, pumpkin spice me. Pumpkin spice me, please. No, please I'm don't. Like, please don't. Relax. I, t- I can't. I don't want a pumpkin spice no more, but I will take a pumpkin loaf. But I can wait on it. I can wait on October 15th, 30th. I feel like I got time. Don't nobody love a warm apple cider okay, like me. Okay, a mold cider. I'm down. A gingerbread something, nigga. Let's get it going. Yeah. Let's get it happening. But I just feel like, can we just let Summer have her final, I agree. final... I agree. Just let her, let her. Let me have my final goodbye down. to the beach. Like, let me, you know what you I'm know, saying? Let me say like, bye. I'm still gonna sit out in the rocking chair on the deck. Yeah, we gonna let us just let me have my time. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna sit on the before the cold chair the before it gets cold, cold, cold. dead of winter. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. I agree with kids. But yes, like simmer down, enjoy the seasons, nigga. I mean, we get all four of them. It's true. Some of us, and you know, just let us have, just let us have it. And that's why we but so loud be... with Virgo season, sis, because we we're like an in between. <laughs> we're like a, it's like it's like back to school, and it's like Listen. not yet fall, but it's not quite summer anymore. So we just got to be Virgos. Let us have it. <laughs> I'll let you have it. That was not a judgment, more of an observation. Just saying that I recognize. You this uh, about you, you and I respect Thank it. you so I much. I just was calling attention respect to it. My earth. I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. But we thank you again, yes. all of you, for listening to another episode of Getting Grown. Again, very much <laughs> shout out to our brother Asante yes. for joining us at the kitchen table for an awesome television talk. Mm-hmm. We welcome your thoughts and comments. Let's Always. make sure you tweet us and you know, respond to our um, Instagram post and, you know, just let us know what your thoughts are. Sorry if we didn't get to your question or to your show. We will have another episode with Asante very, very soon. Yes. Where we can talk about family and fiance and put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other things, you know, the girls, they want us to talk about Insecure. We'll get we'll get oh, to that yeah. as well. But yes. Um, yes. Oh, we do. And I do want us to get into as married at first sight as we unfold more about this Jose. Lo- love, love after lockup. Oh, oh yes. Are you watching Love After Lockup? I have. I'm not caught up, oh. but I know that that's that's a thing. I know that that's get happening. Get caught up. Get caught up because I've heard some mm-hmm. pretty gross things. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out the Friend Zone and the Friend Zone's Patreon. And sis, tell them what to do. Take them out. Oh, absolutely. Make sure that you are moisturizing your insides by minding the business that is yours. Okay? Yes. Make sure you got to do that. You want to moisturize your uh, insides by drinking your water. Yes. Let it Keeping flow. your organs, everything lubricated mm-hmm. and functioning as the Lord intended. Mm-hmm. And you all, always, always, always want to moisturize your outside, your skin, mm-hmm. because your black will absolutely crack if it's dry hello especially since summer is winding down oh. hello since y'all want it to be fall uh, so damn quick since y'all want to be fall <laughs> so bad you know that the ash factor increases exponentially bloop, 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 during bloop. this time of year y'all will be out here looking white okay but we love y'all down bye and we'll see y'all next week bye